Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. 20th of September 2021, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Baz is still over in the UAE making a fortune, but my boy Izzy Dag is here talking all things sport. And um, look, we didn't let our bad weekends on the punt get us down because we were too busy today with fierce debate around the Ranfurly Shield. Great chat around the Ranfurly Shield. Yesterday, Hawks Bay versus Bayer Plenty, the battle of the Bays, the Ranfurly Shield on the line. Went to Golden Point, and we had a great conversation throughout the whole show debating whether the Shield should be on the line in Golden Point match time. Five minutes. It was actually 10 minutes one way. First point score wins, and the Shield was actually on the line, and it goes against the tradition. If you retain, if you draw the, the match at the end of the 80 minutes, you retain the Shield. So it's gone against tradition. We've had some great conversations. If you missed that, head over to our podcast, and you'll get Everything, everything from the show. It's been a great show. We've talked to Tony Kemp out of the, well, NRL Grand Finals is here. His take, Manly Seagulls, they are flying hot. The Seagulls, they will potentially face, they've got to beat the Rabbitohs. Manly's, um, Melbourne Storm versus Penrith Panthers. I think the Storm will get up over the Panthers. They're too good, and then I'll face the Manly Storm. Uh, Manly Seagulls in the final. I'm having an absolute <laughs> me. It's been a great show. <laughs> been a great show, Louis. We've got Albert Bosma out of Go Racing Syndication Group coming up, talking all things horses, Hasbro, Artissue, and Arc de Triomphe. So stay tuned. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. House Spring Frenzy Sale is on. Hurry in for half price off Blackmores. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. It is Monday, the 20th of September, and what a weekend it was for sport and racing. So stay tuned throughout the morning. We're going to be talking all sport and all racing. Got a great, great show ahead of us. It's just after 6 a.m. I hope you all had a great weekend. Not great news coming out this morning that COVID has been detected in Waikato. Um, yeah, does not ideal for the Aucklanders. I know my crew up in the studios are a bit, a bit down this morning. 
But um, I hope you're all safe and I hope you're staying positive as much as you can. New Zealand, we are all thinking of you. Um, it's not an ideal time. So stay strong. Stay strong, people. Um, anyway, this morning, we've got a great show for you. Earlier on the show, we're going to be talking NPC. NPC, the National Provincial Championship, Farah Palmer Cup, Heartland Championship, was back on the weekend. Started on Friday with the Canterbury versus Waikato and that very interesting finish there in that last dying moments. Fletcher Smith had a kick to win it. The Canterbury side charged a wee bit early. They started going back and his eyes like he mixed it and the ref said, oh, well, you had a good nudge, let's move on. So interesting finish there. And then it finished with the Battle of the Bays. The Battle of the Bays. This is where it all is. Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock. Ash Dixon leaning on a moor. He called it. We called it. He got one early. Tian Falcon kicking the game. Kicking the game to overtime. And then again in overtime for the win to retain the shield. But most importantly, Mark from Tauranga, if you're listening, bro, give us a call. Most importantly, the bay. The bay. Hawks Bay is the bay. We are back. We are on top. Don't worry about retaining the shield. We are back. The bay is back. So, so, so good. Anyway, we'll chat about that a little bit earlier in the show. And then we'll talk a bit of racing. A bit of the Tarzino Trophy. My heartbreak multi out of Australia. We'll dive into a bit of that. But our Tarzino Trophy, me and Louie nearly bringing it home with Spring Tide. Spring tide, thought she was going to get up and beat the local favourite course I'm have, but wasn't meant to be. So we'll delve into a bit of that. And then 7 o'clock, we're going to be talking all, all Blacks versus Argentina. My takeouts from that game. Is it a case of selection headaches for Fozzie now? Not a bad thing to have at all. You know, a lot of players had their first opportunities and really stepped up to the mark. So the coaches will have some real headaches leading into this Saturday. When they take on the world champions, the Springboks, and wow, ah, they, they're the world champions for sure, but they're not playing like it, I must say. They've been tipped up twice now, and, and to be honest, um, I didn't see it coming. Maybe because I was stuck in my own little bubble over here and just living on what they've done in the past. But anyway, we'll delve into that about 7 o'clock. There'll be great, great conversations. And then the news coming out of over the weekend that Black Cats vs Pakistan tour was abandoned. We're going to chat a wee bit about it, our little takes from it. But basically, David White, the New Zealand cricket CEO, joined Smitty later on in the morning. And so he'll hopefully get some more gravy out of the boss man and what's going on over in, in Pakistan. We kind of have a little bit of an understanding of what's happened. But hopefully David White can just shed a bit of a light on, on what's going on over there. And then in the future, uh, Pop currently in UAE, hoping to get home a few of them in. Rest of them are staying on for the T20. So looking forward to that interview with Smithy. And then 7.40ish, we're going to cross over to our NRL and anything league kind of guy, Tony Kemp. He loves bringing the heat. So look forward to that conversation. Kempy joins us. And, well, last time he spoke to us, he was the front page of all the news outlets in Australia. So that was good. That's good. That's what we love, getting a little gravy and getting our show on the big earways over there. And then about 8 o'clock, we're going to talk to Mills Mulyana. He had front row seat to the match over the weekend. Love to hear his insights from what he saw. Some selection, the winners and the losers, and the hopes of playing the Springboks. And then about 8.40ish, Louie, we're going to get Albert Bosma on. He is out of all things Go Racing Syndication Group. Has a bro wins at Rickerton. Then a tissue, a tissue. We all get paid wins at Ramwick. 
Then the three-year-old filly, Art de Triomphe, wins in Rickerton to cement a real golden hour for Go Racing. So we've got a great show. Looking forward to chatting to Albert Bosma about that golden hour and that a tissue, a tissue, we all get paid. I called it last week. I hope you followed me in with my tip. A tissue, what a horse, what a winner. So looking forward to that. Anyway, we've got a great show. And like I say, everywhere, if you've got anything to say, you want to have a conversation with us, give us a text on double eight double three. We'd love to hear from you throughout the show. You really bring a lot of uh, energy to the show. So keep the texts coming through. Let us know how your weekend is, how you went on in the punt, how you went on in watching the sport. So give us a text or give us a call on 0800 811 anytime. We'd love to hear from you, but it's my pleasure to welcome in. And I hope my team is having a great morning so far. No, I didn't start with great news, but great to see your smiley faces on the camera, Trudy, Joe and Kieran. But Louie, 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 good morning, my friend. Izzy. How are you? You're up and about. I can see the, the light behind your curtains. Daylight saving must be coming, mate. It must be. You're pretty much in the, the Antarctic down there. It's pretty much daylight. <laughs> it is, mate. It's, it's, it's oh, a bit overcast here, but, you know, I'm up and about. Mate. I love my 4.30 a.m. alarm. It's mm. so good. I love it when it just mm. rings and my wife punches me in the face, tells me to get out really quick because, <laughs> you know, and then I've got to try and be really quiet. But, no, no, I had a good weekend. I had a great weekend. It was It was fun and... Um, you know, there's lots of sport on, lots of racing, um, kids were having fun, the weather was nice, we had some uh, friends down, so had some barbecues and just ate some good food, so no, it was a really, really good weekend, mate, and I know the sad day, we, 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 were, all, we were talking throughout the day about the hunting, and mm. it was a good and bad day, wasn't it, Louis? Oh, look, it was, it's it's sad because um, <laughs> there were so many winners, <laughs> And we found so many of them. Uh, lots of winners. Anna Visto, um, she's ideal. Um, you know, it was there was just there's plenty of winners across the day. Cool sign Mav. We were very keen on Cool Sign Mav. Spring Tide. We could have had the Quinella in the big one, but you know, just a couple mm. of letdowns and Paratrears. I wish I win. Probabil. You know, the ones you kind of expect to have a big day. Um, just it, it didn't quite go our way. So it was a losing day on the punt, but you have to have losing days on the punt for the winning days to feel mm. good. So it's a real reality check, and it may, means that you do your form and you study double as hard next time, and you be more disciplined, and you don't just start getting silly with your winnings when you get up for the day. You, yep. you consolidate. But look, that, that's the punt. That's what happens. Is he, the sport across the card was just unreal. The NRL for me, Saturday night's NRL game. No, look, I don't want to – you're the great former All Black. I don't want to throw shade. I'm not throwing shade at rugby, but I thought the NRL semifinal was 10 times the spectacle than the Argentina All Blacks game. The tense, mm. the intensity and the kind of oh, way yeah. that it was just knife-edge for about the better part of half an hour in the second half between the Panthers and Eels, I couldn't take my eyes off it. So I, I will admit I actually – I uh, turned off the rugby and put on the league, which is something I wouldn't usually do. Ah, mate, fair enough. I, I watched that, uh, I caught up with that game, obviously, the next day. So, um, yeah, watching that match, mate, what a, what an unbelievable match. And I'd love to hear from Kempi about, like, leading into this, everyone was thinking, Pen Penrith, Penrith all the way, they're going to win it, they're going to win it. But, man, they look, they look beatable, eh? They look beatable. I get under a bit of pressure. They obviously, you know, good teams find a way to win. Yeah. Good teams find a way to win, and that's what the Penrith Panthers did. But, um, man, the Paramount Eels had some, had a, had the, Plenty of options, plenty of opportunities to, to steal that in the end. Um, obviously, the big man wasn't expecting that little front ball there. 
they were hoping for that one back. But mm. mate, yeah, what a game! What a game! So, what does that do? What does that do? Does Penrith do they do they go forward and, and do they do they win, or does Manly go on and and play the Storm in the final? I think Manly will will go and play the um Storm in the final. That's my th- that's my thought. That'd be a real classic NRL final, isn't it? Like the the mm. Seagull Storm. Look. Lots of people are saying that who wins the prelim Storm Panthers goes on and other premiers. But I was so impressed with the Rabbitohs two weeks ago. And then the Sea Eagles, like you wouldn't put anything past like that experienced core of Cherry Evans. And then Turbo, Tommy Turbo Travojevic. Mm. I just cannot explain how exciting he is to watch. And anyone that watches league doesn't even tell them. It's just that he's a freak. So I think we've got mm. a huge weekend. It's funny, it's like Monday and I'm already thinking about the weekend, but the Storm Panthers into the AFL Grand Final into, well, with the All Blacks on at the same time it, against in the 100th test against the Springboks, Saturday night is going to be off its head good. And it's Golden Rose Day as well <laughs> at Randwick, I think. So, I mean, it's just going to oh, be Oh, we love a race. We love a race. We, throughout the day, you know, you find me, my wife, she's like just saying, get off the couch. And I'm there just looking through Channel 62 and 63. It's bloody great, hey? And then you lean into the light. But I took, mate, unbelievable. Um, I, I think the Manly Seagulls will beat the Rabbitohs. I totally, I reckon they will. Um, like you said, Tommy Trevojevic, Dale Cherry Evans, Kieran Foran, like they've got an unbelievable side. And then what I loved about the weekend was when Tom went up to his brother and sprayed him. Sprayed his brother for, for obviously costing them a try. You know, that's what it means. You know, It doesn't matter who you are. They want to win. Doesn't matter if you're my brother. I'll do anything to win. And I think they'll go in and they'll give the... Storm will get up. I reckon Storm will beat the Panthers. Storm will beat the Panthers. And I think um, the, the Seagulls will give them a good go in the NRL Grand Final. But anyway... Great, great weekend of sport ahead, mate. Looking forward to it. Yeah, no, fair enough. And and that's uh, look, we're just going to get there and hopefully come out of lockdown, man. Is he? You know, you said you're feeling for us pretty somber in here before we've gone to air. Poor Joe, he is our panel op. He is in yeah. all, he is in all sorts. And there will be lots of people waking up today to the news about this three uh, COVID positives in this house where the uh, prisoner was and. Um, it's pretty gutting because mm. it's like we've made it this far, Trudy. It's like it's a, a a bit of a kick in the face when you're kind of right on the do- the dawn of maybe being let out. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you just got to keep smiling and just keep on going. <laughs> and life's a roller coaster. But yeah, no, that was a that was a bit of a shock this morning. Do you think um, it's not good, is it? No, well, it's a three in one house, and the house is quite a big um, household, a household of nine, just out of Mangatangi, just mm. on the Hauraki Plains. The kids have gone to school last week. I just had a quick look at the school website, 100 kids, eight teachers. So that's obviously, you know, that's where have they all been. You know, you've just got to think about that. And that, you just hope then that, I don't know. Do you reckon she locks down the North Island trees, or well, do you that's reckon she what goes? That's just reading now, Izzy, you're onto it. There's calls now to lock down mm. the entire North Island, yeah. Well, that's going to be gutting. We'll wait and see, 4 p.m. today, but... But yeah. the racing industry, especially up in the Waikato, um, that look, I know you guys down south will be able to probably, hopefully, fool John, but it's just, it's, it causes headaches for so many industries. But, um, mm. oh, well, look, it is what it is. We mm-hmm. will fool John and do our best. Hey, I was just having a, having a think, actually, because Joe off here was having a complaint because he, he, he can't cook. He's missing his Joe, takeaways. Our ops, <laughs> <laughs> he can't cook. He's a horrible cook. So if you've got any. Easy, simple recipes. Easy, simple re- recipes for Joe. Can you please give us a text on double eight double three? Because 
Um, I'm I'm trying to what what is he cook? He he try, he's telling me how he's trying to cook rice and rice is probably the well, easiest. He's surviving thing on two minute noodles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, so I, he's I, very simple. I um, I told actually I told Louis this last week, but I I killed the rice cooker. Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> it's hard to stuff up a rice cooker. It doesn't. No, listen to this. Listen to this. Put a water in no, and so heat it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had my mate's rice cooker. Um, but there was like no place on the bench to put it, so I plugged it in like next to the oven, like put it on top of an element. I accidentally turned the element on. I don't know how I did it. Oh, and, no. and it burnt oh, and melted the, the rice cooker. the rice cooker. Yeah, yeah. And so the plastic oh. went all in, like, on top of the element. And I had to get, and it, like, it blew a, f- a fuse. So my landlord had to come around and, and like, fix, like, the power and stuff. And, uh, yeah, and it was an absolute nightmare. And then I didn't know what to do in, like... <laughs> The, all the elements are like covered in plastic now, and I try to scrape it off, but we can't really use it, so we're just all using the oven. So it's an absolute disaster. Um, so you're trying to cook rice in the oven? Well, yeah, that, <laughs> might, that, that might be your issue. So, so there you go. That's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with Joe, who cooks the rice cooker on top of the element. So if you have any help, please, can you oh. send us a text to offer some support? And I think I actually had a great idea, actually, Trudy. Maybe you could just. Prepare him a nice little cold meal overnight, oh, Trudy. Nice. Maybe oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, no problem. You know, don't you have a girlfriend? Just throw you under the bus here. Yeah, thanks. I would happily do that. Or parents, <laughs> or my my girlfriend's vegetarian, so like unless I want to eat like that, I don't really have a choice. Like that? Well, maybe you should, mate. Maybe maybe teach you a lesson. Maybe it'd be good for you. So oh. Joe's not going to die of COVID. He's going to die of scurvy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I have I have one orange a week, and that, that, that stops scurvy. That's that's all I have. Oh, you are a nightmare. Um, yeah, double eight, double three. Anyone got any like? And I cannot emphasise this part of it enough. Very simple cooking uh, recipes or ideas I've got for it. Joe. One baked potato, so you don't even have to do anything. Just if you don't even need to peel it, baked potato. Turn it onto one eighty. Put it in the oven half an hour. Cut it open. Butter. Cheese. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And a potato oh. gives you a quarter of your that. daily vitamin C needs. I've yeah. tried that. No, no, they they burnt. They were blackened. Because my mum told me to to microwave them first to like to you know like soften them so it's like quicker, but I don't know somehow like my microwave like always burns them and blackens them. <laughs> oh, you're on another world, mate. We've got no hope. You tried, Trudy. You tried. You tried, Trudy. It. It's okay. Oh. Can you send up something? So keep from, helping us. <laughs> send up something from Christchurch for him. That'd be great. Uh, honestly, anyone got any help for Joe? Double eight, double three. I think I'm tr- starting to wonder if he's a lost cause at this stage. Anyway, look, there's plenty to get through, and there's lots of rugby. The NPC was back after Izzy's love letter on Friday. I hope everyone sat down and enjoyed that. I certainly did Friday night. The good guys, Canterbury, getting one over the, the big, mean, evil Waikato. It was good to see. Uh, so we'll get into that after this. We'll also look at a couple of these texts here, people coming through with uh, All Black Selection chat already. It's going to be a feature of the show today. After 7 o'clock, we want you to call in and have your say. 0800 150 811, the Kennards Hire phone line. We want you to uh, have your, your take with us today. We want you to give us a bell and let us know what you are thinking about the All Black Selection and also anything NPC as well. Uh, the White Ferns, well, they lost by 13 runs just before we came to air, so that was gutting for them in the second ODI against England. There's plenty of sport going on around the world. The Pittsburgh Steelers and Las Vegas Raiders, that sounds weird to say, a tie, a 7-6 to Pittsburgh right now. There's EPL going on. Tottenham lost 3-0 to Chelsea. Sorry, Bears. But we'll be back to get some of your texts on double eight, double three. after this. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Yeah, you are. It's 25 minutes past 6 o'clock. 0800 150 811. Who owes Izzy an apology? Which of you living in Tauranga right now 
I don't know where else is Fakatane, I suppose. Um, who needs to call in on eight hundred Rotorua? Who needs to call in and bow down to the real Bay on the Kennard's higher phone line? Izzy, how satisfying was that? Oh, mate. Oh, oh. Look, Mac has texted in. Well, well, well. What a game of co. Well done to the Hawks Bay who can call themselves a real Bay for next year. Well done. I'll eat humble pie. No, Mac, uh, it's just a little bit of banter, mate. What a game, though. What a bit of game. It was so, so good. Like, back and forth. Both teams scoring. Like, you know, Hawks Bay scored a try. The bot will come back, score another try. Cash Dixon obviously called it. Loves a rolling more try, mate. You called it. Um, he he got over for the second dot wasn't the first dot so my my brother missed out on that one he or dad he put he put um, Ash Dixon to score the first try but mate what a game what a game going down to the last minute and there was a little obviously a little bit of a debate at the end 105 years of, of traditional if it is a draw the the home team um, holds the the, the trophy um, Tian Falcon comes on and actually kicks an absolute doozy at the last. Minute to take it to overtime, golden point. But you had a fascinating little insight. You want to have conversation with me about the golden point, didn't you? Oh, look, I just look, the the Hawks Bay players, and and don't don't get this twisted. I don't, don't care about Hawks Bay's NPC team at all. I've got no bias here. <laughs> I've got no I've got no skin in this battle of the Bay's game. I, look, uh, mm. really, I was supporting Ira Inare. I thought had an unreal game, and I was gutted to see that he yeah, wasn't wasn't wearing the red and black. But um, look. I just thought that at the end of regulation, the team that has the shield, if it is a draw, wins the shield. That is it. You have mm. to beat the team with the shield to take the shield. And if you don't at the end mm. of 80 minutes, well, then tough titty. You know, that's 130-odd years of history. Um, I thought the golden point was a little bit of an insult to that. And, you know, play the golden point mm. for the competition, but I don't didn't think the shield should have been up. But anyway, and the, I thought there was a bit of confusion. What did you think? Nah, look, I thought about it too, and I know, love tradition, love history and, and what it's about, but, you know, it's history is about to, you know, all about being, you know, changed, and, and you've got to create new history, you've got to change, like, it's an ever-evolving um, game, the game of rugby, so for me, I was like, mate, nah, nah, I, want, I love the golden, keep it on the line, give the team a chance, you know, give both opposition a chance, we, you know, you need a winner, you need a winner, and it should be always be on the line for me, so I love the golden point, um, Situation that was um, that happened in the end there. Obviously, Hawks Bay got up, so it made it even better. And I won a hundred bucks off Hawani Martinga, so there you go. Hawani Martinga paid me a hundred. I had a beat on that game. So anyway, um, mate, I was happy. But oh, look, I, I, yeah, I was. I, was, I love the Golden Point. We got to find a winner. We got to find a winner. And I, they had plenty, mate. Let's be honest. They should have won that game. They scored with two minutes to go. Mm. Uh, one of the the Fijian, flying Fijian winger. He was unbelievable. He was great all day. He just ripping the Hawks base side up. He broke from Jonah Lowe, run through um, Osinia Vicinia, and they scored under the post. They probably should have won that last two minutes if they had just played the game um, just a little bit smartly in the end. And then uh, I think one of the reserves comes on and gets penalised towards the end of that game. So, look, for me, I, I love the golden point and finding a winner. I just a draw, but uh, yeah, it just doesn't really sit well with me. Well, being, when I played, there was nothing worse than going off and you've drawn. British and Irish Lions, mate. We, be, we drew against British and Irish Lions in their last test. Yeah. It felt like you lost. It was so deflated. Both sides didn't know what to do. It was the most awkwardest thing, sitting down on my seat <laughs> next to um, Lee Williams, and we're there like going, oh, one all, eh? Oh, well, there you go. So, well, what do you do? You can't celebrate. You can't be sad. You can't be happy because you've just drawn it. It's the worst feeling in the world, golden point is how you find oh, a wow. winner. Look at league, mate. They do it perfectly. 
Oh, look, I hear you, Izzy, and I defer to you on this because you've played in uh, mm. 100% or 1,000% more uh, fresh rugby games than I have. Here's the confusion from yesterday, though, at, at the final with the 80-minute hooter. And that is... And the Leicester's been the rule change. They will retain the seal. Hawks Bay, they'll play extra time for the Bunnings. NPC Championship points. The drama and the emotion at McLean Park is set oh, to continue. Let's have a listen here. I don't think the players know what's going on. Well, is it? That's what I'm hearing from the sideline officials that the Hawks Bay have not at this stage defended the shield because it goes to extra time. Okay. The shield stays on the line. Okay. Now, I'm with you, Kenny Laban. I think you, you win the shield, you, you tie the game, you win the shield. Play it for the golden point as I hear you. There's nothing worse than a, a draw, so you can play that out. But I'm just saying the history with the shield, it's, it's not broken. That's the rules it has been forever. You don't need to update the shield. I feel like that could be a separate. Double eight, double three. Where do you stand on this? How do you sit with a draw? Um, look, I, I just... Smithy, Doesn't matter, Louis. Don't matter. Wasn't a draw. We won, butter. <laughs> Move on. Simple. There's a winner in the end. Hawks Bay, the Bay, retain the shield. Let's go. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> you, you look. My point would have been better if Bay Plenty nicked the shield. <laughs> I feel like yeah, would have. <laughs> maybe then, maybe then I would have got a. Maybe I would have agreed with you then. All right. <laughs> double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Where do you sit on the draw? Where do you sit on the shield? What was your highlight of MPC? Keep your texts coming in as well about the All Blacks performances. Uh, well, they were they were quite simply just too good. Thirty six thirteen with not their first strength, their top. Sh- their top side, but look, didn't matter in the end. So keep your texts coming through. Any questions about the test or the Springboks Australia test you want to hear from Izzy, we will get to those very shortly. We've got a big show coming up as well. We're going to talk some thoroughbred racing after this, but right now it's time for the news with Trudy and Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Thank you, Trudy. 28 minutes away from... 7am here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Baz over there preparing for his first IPL game and the resumption of that tournament. Uh, Izzy Dag there on one leg down in Ohoka. And we've got Lane on 0800 150 811. He's answered our calls. Lane, you're talking golden point, mate. What did you make of it all? Yeah, I, th- I agree with Izzy, mate. Um, I think it should be a thing. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. What do you reckon? You don't want to go, go away with a draw. You want to keep the the, the Ram for the Shield alive, don't you, in the open side and make it a game. But I'm a Hawks Bay player, mate. I played for Hawks Bay. And, like, if I wanted yeah. it to, you know, I could have just said, yeah, go with the draw, mate, and Hawks Bay take it home. But I wanted it to be alive and give the Bay plenty fans and, and people a chance. Yeah, hard. Like, it would have been... Oh, and like say, like you saying earlier, it just would have been weird. Oh, just... You know, it's tradition and all, but... Um, Something's got to change, and for the better, for the better of the game. And I think that's one of the ones that um, that should be. Lane, nice. Lane, have you ever sat there at the end of a draw, which there have been many in a round for this year? Have you ever sat there and gone, "Oh, that's weird that the team res- resumes it," or is it just now you're thinking about it that it feels weird? Nah, I, like it's always sort of been like that. Like no matter, like I, was, I support Manawatu, too, but um, even, it doesn't matter what sort of team. Um, Mm. It's you, you feel like the loser, okay, like the one that yeah you, know, you draw, so the one that doesn't like the, that doesn't retain it, sort of felt cheated, eh? Like it's just mm. not completed, like the game's not completed. That's it. That's what I mean, mate. They've they've worked their 
butts off to get to a draw and to go into overtime knowing that you're not going to retain that you're not going to have a chance to win the shield mate those boys will be deflated you still got to keep the game alive yeah. and keep it interesting in overtime yeah like you flog your ass off all game and then and then mm. like say for what nothing <laughs> hey mate, you obviously support Manu too. Before we let you go, um, Aaron Smith, mate, he's back. You excited to watch him go? And maybe Manu too. They're the longest drought since I've had the Ramfilly Shield. Maybe they get a chance. Oh mate, how good would that be? Yeah, hope I would, yeah, it's got to be good to watch, isn't it? Yeah mate, yeah mate. Hey, thanks so much for your time, mate. You're an absolute champ. All the best, Lane. Cheers, Lane. Yeah, cheers, boys. Yeah, no worries. Oh, okay, there you go. No, I'm happy. Look, that's 1-0, is he? I need some callers to back me up here. Oh, 800 That's 1-0 to the Ismaster, the Quizmaster. Um, and I, look, and I accept that. Maybe it is time to move on, and maybe the Ramfilly Shield should be susceptible to uh, golden points. So I'd love to hear from you out there. Is quickly, before we get off and then come back with our Quizzy Dag, we need to do a Love Racing.nz update because... It was a huge weekend racing. Let me play you this and we'll react on the other side. Dragon Leap starting to thread the needle, but he's off and gone. Call sign Mav, although Springtide is coming hard now. Springtide racing up outside of Call Sign Mav, who won't lay down. Oh, he's a great horse, Call Sign Mav. Oh, Tony. We oh, nearly picked it, Louie. Teenly. We got it, Louie. Oh. Izzy, $14.390, I think we had Springtide at. I know, man. I can't wait to get Paul Mwadi on. He was laughing at us, too. He was laughing at us when we picked that. Oh, my God. And and look, the, the fair play to Coolsign Mav. It was the best horse in the race. John Barry, you've done an outstanding job. And the way yep. he kicked, the way he fought when he saw Springtide come at him, that is the sign of an excellent horse. So that was the Group 1 Tarzino Trophy. Lucky we went each way, though, because we still get some cash. So we are still in the black. Are you there? Have I lost sorry. you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was here, mate. Sorry, so sorry. I was just reading NPC Lewis is right. Get him on. Get David on. What's David got to say? <laughs> David, David, are you there? Yep. Yep, Louis right. Shield of 80 minutes. He can play extra time for the other bullshit. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shield of 80. Tradition, keep with it. Thank you, David. Keep with the tradition, you reckon, David? Uh, Simon. Yep. Are you there, Simo? To the, yeah, I fully support going to the extra time. All right, there you go. There you go. Simon's and on the side. 2-1. <laughs> imagine, imagine if you played extra time and you won the match, mm. but you didn't win the shield. How would you feel? Well, oh, you'd be deflated, mate. And that's, oh, I totally agree. You'd I be totally, the bay, oh, though. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't take because the shield. You're, you're, the shield should always... Your, your producer yes, is saying that you can play the extra time and win the match, but don't win the shield. That would be ludicrous. That's Simon. Thank you for your call, All champion. Right, Simon. Thanks, thanks for your call, mate. That's nice. Uh, 22 minutes away from 7 o'clock. I'm, d- I'm down 2-1 here. I need some backup. 0800 150. 
Trudy? Like they like they did at the Olympics and they said, we both won. Can we each have a gold medal? One of us no, Trudy, no. Yeah, yeah, go. Everyone's happy. The shield has <laughs> no. been played over 80 minutes oh. for its whole history. You want to bring Golden Point in, I get it, but leave We're the shield out of it. We're not playing Tiddly Weeks here. We're not playing Tiddly Weeks. No, Let's go back to Tanumanga. We're not playing Tiddly Weeks here. Handbags, come on. Yeah, sorry, Brian. Um, 0800 811. Keep them coming in. We love the debate first thing on a Monday morning. Great texts about the All Blacks as well. We'll clear those after 7 o'clock and get Izzy's take on all the test rugby, the Wallabies, Springboks too. But after this, it's Quizzy Dag. You want a $50 bonus bet? You might want to follow Spring Tide in its next start. Proper horse, the Banbury runner. 0800 811. Come on, take the Ismaster, the Quizmaster. 16 minutes away from 7 o'clock this morning. 0800 150 811 is the number. Hey, Grant Fox, if you're out there listening, Foxy, can you give us a call? I'm just looking at the Ranfurly Shield. Most matches played, 57. Foxy, most points, 932. Grant Fox, would you want to have wanted any of those Foxy to be scored an extra time? Or in Golden Point. Can you give us a call, mate, and, and settle this? We will, we will not let this go for the rest of the show, so keep <laughs> on getting in touch about that. In the meantime, we've got to do this. It's Quizzy Dag. A quiz for the ages to prove yourself. The quiz master, the is master, stay with me. Oh, this might be an absolute disaster. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, if you think you got what it takes, give us a call on 0800 150 811. <laughs> oh, what a morning. What a morning. We've got everyone talking. I love it. We've got the phone lines running hot. Mate, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Great conversations to be had. If you agree or disagree, love it. Keep them coming in. Anyway, you know what time it is. It is Quizzy Dag time. $50 courtesy of the TAB. How good. We got Zade on the line. Good morning, Zade. Hello? Hey, Zade. Hi. You're first up, mate. Here we go. Question number one. In which year were the All Blacks last ranked number one in the world? 2019. Perfect. Perfect. Question number two. Who did the Penrith Panthers eliminate in their NRL finals on Saturday? Parramatta Eels, 8-6. Beauty, even got the score, mate. Bonus point for that one. Here we go. Who coaches English Premier League side Manchester City? Manchester, Pep Guardiola. Oh, Whoa! <laughs> Here he is, he is on. Zadie's on fire, mate. Here we go. Question number four. Joseph Parker will fight who in a rematch this December? Derek Trezorian. Derek Trezora. Trezora? There you go. Yeah, he's not yeah. a poker. Not a poker. Oh, give me that, mate. <laughs> 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 Trezorian. Here we go, bro. <laughs> You'll be the first guy to do a clean sweep if you get this one. Here we go. Nicole oh. van der Kay won a World Championship Series silver medal in Germany on the weekend. In which sport? In which right. sport? Is it triathlon? Oh. Yeah! Zadie! <laughs> 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 oh. good, Zade. Wow! Unreal! How'd you get that last one? You watch it? No. 
Mate, that is unreal. Good work, Zane. Hey, thanks so much for calling, mate. You stay on the line. The team will hook you up that 50 bucks, mate. Spend it wisely. Good work. Or don't. Holy. Just, that's Monday morning. Zade has watched so much sport over the weekend. So what he's done here? So he knows he knows that the 2019 was when the All Blacks went to the World Cup and they were ranked number one. Then he's watched the NRL on Saturday night. He loves his Premier League, so he's been up since the early hours this morning. Uh, he, he was listening to the show last week, so he knows that Joseph Parker wants to fight Derek Chisora and is getting the fight. And then who knows how he knows anything about triathlon? <laughs> Mate, that pip. Guardiola, that was an unbelievable answer. That was so good, mate. Awesome, awesome work. And we, oh, loved it. It's got me excited. We've got some good texts too, Louis. We've got some texts here. Louis is on to it. 100% there was a winner. HB, they won the Shield by retaining it after 80 minutes. Forget extra time. That's for the points table. This is just another degrading of another fantastic rugby competition, one that is over 100 years old. That is from our good friend Mudgy in the Hawks Bay. So there you go. Mudgy agrees with you, Louie. M- Mudgy, thank you. Can any, does anybody know how many draws there have been in NPC history? Double eight, double three. Uh, bo- brownie points if you can come through with that. I would love to know what those players that have played out hard-fought draws think about this. And um, My one's like, is a draw, is a draw... Like, are you winning it? Are you, you know? Yeah. No, like, well, you're, you're defending it. That's, <sighs> you're, de- you're defending it. You have to go and win the shield to, to take the draw, shield. you don't win it. Yeah, but, ah, oh, mate, draws. Oh, just don't get me started on draw, mate. I've been in a couple of hours. They irritate me, so that's why I'm going against it. Yeah, you, you seem, you yes, seem you like, you're, a like you're kind of you like... You've got to find a winner, mate. You've got to find a winner. And this is from a Hawks Bay lad, you know? This is from a Hawks Bay lad. I could easily sit on the fence here and say, nah. No, we drew, we hold it, you know, it doesn't matter about extra time. But I, I love it. Go to extra time, find the actual winner. Is he? And then we can really call yourselves the, the winner. How, there how, you go, Louis. How traumatic was that experience drawing against the Lions? I feel like there's a bit of scarring that's gone on there. It was traumatic, mate. It was so traumatic. It was um, It was the most deflating thing I've ever been a part of. Like, you work so hard. It's the biggest series. You want to play in a Lions series. You get one opportunity every 12 years, so you... You never get a chance when you're a player. You you know mm. you get the luck has to fall on your side. So when you when you go through that whole series and there's little moments through that series as well that you think back if we did this we did that differently maybe but that the 16 all and just you know what happened in the end Jerome Garcia whatever his name is or I think it was name um, Garcia didn't make yeah. a call. I oh, know I think it was Romain Poit. I can't yeah, you're right. The you're right. Was right. It was right. You're right. It was Poit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was fuming, and um, yeah, mate, it, it cost me my um, Adidas bonus too, so I'm fuming about that. But anyway, we'll move on. Just you know, just come on. All right, okay. I just don't like a draw, Louis. Right, okay. Don't like a draw. Double eight, double mm. three, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. The Kenatai phone line is there for you. Settle it, settle it for us, and keep your messages coming in about Test rugby. We're going to clear those after seven o'clock. The All Blacks. We haven't forgotten about them. Plus, we've got racing, we've got NRL, and so much more coming up. It's Baz Nizzy for breakfast. Trudy's world after this. It's coming up four minutes away from nine o'clock. Plenty of ticks on double eight, double three. We'll clear some of those shortly, but right now it's time for. It's Trudy's world. 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 Hashtag best intro ever. Thanks, Joey. Now, Monday, New Week smiles. No matter what COVID throws at us, we will keep finding the positive. This caught my eye this morning. Trump could go from TV star to president. 
and now sports star to El Presidente, one of the greatest boxers of all time, the only man to hold world titles in eight divisions, boxer Manny Pacquiao is going to run for president of the Philippines next year. Up a cap. How cool is that? Oh, I think he's got yeah. some pretty... That is cool. Sorry, I thought, sorry to burst the bubble. I think he's got some pretty awful views on um, oh, I didn't look homosexuality. I didn't look into that. Uh, I just thought it was uh, cool. <laughs> Oh, really? Sorry oh. to put a real deflator, oh, so deflator really? on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's actually a bit of a t- terrible guy. Is he? Well, oh. no, I shouldn't say that. I just think he's got some very conservative, <laughs> conservative cr- Christian Is he? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've really taken the gusto out of that. Louis, Louis, pa- Louis oh, over like it. ruined his oh, brain. I just like equality it's for everyone. ruined his brain. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, moving on. Look, I, I, I don't hear. I don't know about what, what that side of it, but as a boxing fan and, yeah, and hey, what I see, from what I see on the outside, I think it'll oh, be great. Pound for pound, one of the best. <laughs> yeah, sure. Great, so. anyway, there you go. If Trump uh, can do it, he can. Exactly. Now we cover all sports here, right? We cover everything. So pole time is fishing a sport, fishing and diving. Yeah, recreational yeah. Is he sport. Yes, from you, yeah. is he? Yeah. 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 yeah why not, Kieran? 100%. Sweet. Okay, so can we get Pity Wepu on, please? Because he's got this awesome TV show. I stumbled across it yesterday <laughs> afternoon on TV3. I don't even know how I found it. Pity's Tiki Tour. And he goes diving and oh. fishing and cooking with his friends and whānau. It's, I watched that, true. It's so good. Oh, how was the food? How oh, was that food with Dion Muir? Oh, yeah, Dion oh. Muir and what was the guy? Tony Vatima? Is that him? That was so good. Tony Vatima. Yeah, so could you open up your little black, bo- little black book, is he, and get Pity on? I'll get him on. I'll get him Thanks. on tomorrow just for you, Trudy. I'll Thanks. look at my message right now, eh? Thank oh. you very, very much. Um, and we've all got Instagram. Izzy, yours is awesome. Your foot, your food, your fano. Um, and someone from <laughs> India is obviously listening via the app because I got this random follow yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> from Sumit Soni. And he says, hello, sir. That's a good start. Yeah, yeah. It's to me. I'm, my name's Trudy. But anyway, hi, sir. I'm a 17-year-old boy. I want to make my career in cricket, but I have no support. Please help me. My family condition's not good. So what do I do with that? Because I really want to help this guy. That's what I thought. I thought, give it to Baz. Send it to Baz. Yeah, I've had plenty of those from um, after a Baz coming on, a couple of supporters out of India. I've had a couple of those, Trudy. Um, I'll send it on. Yes, thanks, Trudy. Love Always love Trudy's will. Just a smile. Is he the text machine? It's relentless. It's great. There's so much heat here. It's it's relentless. I've even got my family going against me. No, 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 no. Um, look, I love it. I love it. That's what we want to have. We want to have these debates. And my debate is: before the game, Hawks Bay and Bay of Plenty actually spoke about this. This is how it came to fruition after the game. They actually spoke. About if it goes to Golden Point, the Shield is still alive. So I want to know if that was a if that was a rugby union decision, or did these two teams just meet? And do they hold the power to be able to make those decisions? You know what I mean? Like surely not. Before. Well, they've made the call before the game. That's how it's come out uh, um, during the Golden Point. They said, if it is Golden Point, we're going to go to Golden Point and the Shield's still alive. And I, I'm for it, mate. I'm for it. And I know there is a lot of history and a lot of people love the history with it. And I totally agree. I just want to see a winner. A winner in the Bay 1, so I'm happy. I'm pumped. Good. But I want to see a winner. All right. Well, double eight, double three. Keep them coming through. We will get to those after the news. We'll also talk test rugby. I hope we get our McCafe coffee this week up in Auckland. Right now it is time for the news with Kubota and Trudy. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It is Monday the 20th of September and it is just after 7am. Wow, what an hour we've just had. Just had an absolute doozy of an hour. Chatting all things Ranfurly Shield. 
And it's got everyone flying. The Texas are flying in. We'll cover a few off in a minute and uh, keep those debates coming. It's been a fascinating conversation. Even my family disagrees with me. Oh, no, Dad, Mahana, they're at home spitting tax. Oh, can't wait to ring them after the show and abuse them. But anyway, we've had a great hour. It's been awesome. Keep those messages coming through. We're going to be talking All Blacks just coming up in a couple of minutes. We're going to chat about the All Blacks game. All Blacks versus Argentina. My takeouts from that game. The winners and the losers. The selection headaches that Fozzie has ahead of him. And I also want to talk about South Africa. Wallabies have been amazing over here. Playing some pretty enjoyable um, footy to watch on the eye. But South Africa, ooh, they have a lot of work ahead of them if they're going to get back to their heights of 2019. Um, but anyway, looking forward to having a chat about that. We've got coming up the Black Cats versus Pakistan tour was abandoned. Like I said before, David White, the NZ Cricket CEO, joins Smithy later on in the morning. So he'll hopefully get some gravy from the boss man and just get some bit more detail about what went on over in Pakistan in the future, what that holds for the future of that tour. Maybe are they going to go back or are they going to bring them over to New Zealand? Unsure. Looking forward to Hearing to that, hearing that conversation from David White, and then seven forty, we're going to cross to our man Tony Kemp, talk all things NRL, Manf- uh, Manly Seagulls, Rabbitohs, um, Storm, and the Panthers. So looking forward to that. And then just after that, we'll talk to Mills Molina about all things rugby as well. Get his little insights. He was the commentator, so he'll have a fascinating little view on what he saw with the All Blacks. And then Albert Bosma. Uh, the Go Racing Syndication Group has a bro wins Rickerton uh, tissue. We all get paid wins at Ramwick, and then the three year old for the Arc de Triomphe wins in Rickerton to cement a real golden hour for Go Racing. Anyway, I've got a couple of good texts here I'm going to read out. Louis, I'll back you up on the shield, but I know we'll disagree on Fletcher Smith issue. However, challengers have to go to their house. Everyone knows you've got 80 minutes, you have to beat them in that 80 minutes. Nature Strip killed my multi, and the Bills are killing my dolphins. That is from Brett and Nature Strip. Don't get me started on Nature Strip, uh, Strip Brett, mate. It costs me. Oh, we'll talk about that a bit later anyway, but um, got some more texts here. Keep the results of the Ramfilly Shield to 80 minutes. If you're a challenger and you aren't ahead, then tough. But if you are going to change the rules around, maybe you play for it away games as well. That is from Richie. Okay, there we go. And then this is a good one, actually. So Golden Point was five minute each way. What if no one scored in Golden Point? Who gets the shield? And just on Onisi Ratavave, the Bayer Plenty winger, he is an excitement machine. He has amazing power and speed. She's so lucky to get him. That is from an unknown texter. But that is that is an interesting one, Louis. And, and that, so Golden Point was five minutes each way. What if no one scored? Who gets the shield? Well, this is simple. We go back to what you're talking about with the history, and then we then we go back to that one, don't we? Well, look, that's it, Izzy. It would have been, I assume. Well, do we go to do we go to do we go to the traditional just stand in the front, get yeah, you know, drop kick? You want to do that one for the shield? How would that go down? Oh, I think if that if, oh, look, I wish that had happened. Uh, imagine our show yeah. today. I mean, we had callers coming in on 0800-150-811 in droves in the first mm. hour talking about it. You can keep calling. Give us a, give us your opinion. Um, come and back me up here. I feel like I'm just starting to get the momentum here, Izzy. I feel like... You are. You're getting the momentum. You're getting the momentum. I've listened to you, Louis. I've thought about it and I agree, but yeah, okay. 
I'm a big man. I can take it on the chin. Anyway, Blair Furlong drop kicks a goal in the 81st minute to retain the shield. 12 all against Wellington. So good. That's from my dad. So, yeah, they've drop kicked it to, to, to draw and to retain it. And that is back in the golden days of the 50s, 60s. So I think, is look, he, it, like, the part of the, like, romance around the Ranfurly Shield is it's got these kind of bizarre and, like, these historic and weird nuances mm. to it. Like, you, you, you know if you draw, you retain it. And it's just like, I don't want that to mm. be diminished by the need to find a result, which I do agree for the competition is the right thing. Anyway, that was just what mm. I was saying. Yeah, you know, look, I love what you're saying too, and that's what we want. We want to have a debate on here. We want to have conversations about topics, and that was a big topic from yesterday, you know, the, the golden point, and, and even no one knew. No one knew. The commentators didn't know what was going on, you know. The golden point was already established before the competition, so golden point was there if there was a draw in the end. But with the Shield being a part of it, there mm. was no one, there was no certainty of what was going on. Then they've come out and said before the game, both teams agreed that a golden point, if it's a if it's a draw, the golden point, the shield's still on the line. And when I thought about it, I loved it. I loved the other. The, the shield's still alive. The shield's still there. Like you know, like obviously there's so much history, and look, the, the past legends that have that have shaped the game to what it is today. The the history behind the shield and, and what it is, and look, look what it's creating. It's creating these topics. So the shield rugby, the shield fever is still alive, and I love it. I love it, mate. And but I just felt like. My view is I, I want to see a winner. I want to see a winner. And, and my mighty Hawks Bay got up. They got up in the NTR Falcon, kicked two penalties to keep it alive. He kicked a penalty to actually keep the shield alive, to keep them in the game, to go and get the shield. We might have to get a current player on. I'm going to go out and I'm going to get a magpie and on Nick tomorrow and I'm going to bring him on and get his views and then maybe get a Bay of Plenty view as well. Because it's, uh, it's a great conversation to be had as well, mate. Beautiful stuff. Well, there you go. And you can keep you can keep having it. That's the beauty of the show. We're here till 9 o'clock, double eight, double three, or 0800 150 811. We'll get to your calls shortly. But as we need to hear about the All Blacks, because believe it or not, th- they, they won. And they won well, didn't they? They did. They did, mate. We'll, we'll touch on the All Blacks. And we've got some great messages here from about the All Blacks selections and, and the, the headache that it's created from the weekend as well. So I've got a good one here from Tim the TJ. He actually texted us real, uh, lot, like 6.14 in the morning, so he's been listening straight from the start. Morena, Izzy and Louis, what do you reckon about the loose forward mix for the box game? I think six, Blackadder, Savia at seven, uh, Kira Yuani at eight. How about fullbacks, wings, and where does Rico fit in? That is Happy Monday from Tim the Teacher. Look, mate, what a game. What a, look, I'll be honest, I was actually really impressed with um, uh, the young squad. They made 11 changes, you know, and 11 changes in a side can actually do a lot worse than it can good for, for quality. They haven't played together um, uh, very often. The combination connections, are, you know, not quite there, but I was so impressed with them, mate. They were, they were outstanding. The ball speed, their lightning quick ball, their lightning quick ball, the ability to clear the ruck, and that is what's setting them apart from other sides as well. Like, they're, they get, they're making, they're setting rucks, but their the clean-outs are on fire. The, the boys are, are sh- uh, shifting bodies. And, and the forwards... So there was moments there when TJ wasn't even at the ruck. TJ wasn't even at the ruck. And you see a guy like uh, Ethan Blackadder or Joe Moody. Type 5, mate. They're getting in there. They're getting low. They're keeping the ball moving quick. So they're shifting the ball from rucks. Doesn't matter what number you got on. Their ability to offload on the weekend, I thought that was what set them apart as well. You saw... Um, Ethan Blackadder to uh, Hoskins 2-2 there when, they, when he made a little break, gets a little half-gap ability to keep the ball alive, offloading game, unreal. And then Scott Barrett to Tupo Vai when Tupo Vai scored that try. Mate, uh, the off, offload game has is, is gone to another level too, and it's, it's not just a, 
you know, like a lot of the times there's a lot of 50-50 offloads and things like that. Mate, they're making great decision ma- making around, uh, dis- their decision making around the offload area is spot on. So I think um, that that was outstanding on the weekend. I think their ability to play multiple ways and change from playing certain ways in that game. I th- uh, everyone is, um, you know, surveying the options. Doesn't matter what number you have on their back. Everyone is looking and everyone is a genuine option. Like D-Max kick over the top for Will Jordan there. Um, and then he passed obviously a little bit forward to Rico Iwani. Like that is, they're playing different facets of, of play. You know, they're playing the hard inside shoulder, hitting weak shoulders, doing those tip balls, doing little offloads. But then they see an opportunity when the fullback's wide, the halfback's stuck in a ruck, there's a little space behind, they throw those little dinks over. So they're, they're obviously seeing things, you know, they're seeing different parts. It's like a game of chess. So I think that's been outstanding. And then, like, this is where he just sums it up, what this squad's about, mate. When you see Adi Savia on the edge doing a chip and chase, Adi Savia doing a chip and chase, regaining the ball just before halftime, and the All Blacks are so good at it, just before halftime, scoring tries, but putting teams under pressure just before halftime, mate. It's an absolute coach killer for the opposition, so... Um, I, I was very happy with, with how they played. Um, for a young side, given opportunities. The standout players for me, I think Somasoni Takiaho. I think the hooker, I think he hasn't done anything, any damage to his credentials, mate. I think he actually push um, Cody for a position in the squad, you know. Like, he's he's definitely be on the bench for me 100% because he's big, mate. He's big. His skill sets, his um, set-piece skills, he's got a good line-out throw. He scrummages as well, but it's his work around the park, mate. He is big and powerful. Big and powerful and um, just one to look for for the future. So we're lucky in the hooking, uh, hooking ranks. And I think a guy like Tupo Vai as well. Tupo Vai, he played lock. Hadn't had much opportunity to play the game. He's been a bit, um, you know, he hasn't had any chances. He got a chance here with uh, Patrick Tupelotu. And I think Tupo Vai was outstanding around the park. Just mobile. His line-out work was great. But he was just, it's just his work and his anticipation to to just ball play. You know, when he... Um, mm. I think he he was the one. Uh, where was it? He did something in the game anyway that was he passed to someone to just and it's just like freestyle. That's what they do in the backyard, you know. They're just playing the game of rugby, no structures, just real unstructured. So I thought two by Vi was outstanding. Rico Ioani, mate. Rico Ioani playing centre, and I'll be honest, I wasn't a, a fan of him at centre. Um, he's still got a, a little bit of work there as well, especially with his distribution. Um, his passing um, could could just get a little bit of a touch up, but mate, his. Ability to play double-sided attack at the moment. Like he's he's traditionally always been an outside burster, so he'll try and beat someone on the outside. He always look for the outside break. But now you see him on the weekend. He was banging people on the inside shoulder, mate. Going to the outside, so people think, okay, I know he's going to go on the outside, so they'll start outside. Now he's hitting back on the right, off the right foot. He's banging back and he's using his pace, and he is looking so so athletic at the moment. And he is a genuine option to play centre, and we're not we're not losing much when obviously ALB um, um, goes down. So look, he's probably changed my my thought process about him at, at centre. Um, I love Anton. If if, if I'm going to pick a team, it'll be David Anton, and I'd put Rico on the wing um, with with Severis. Uh with several will, but mate, just yeah, <laughs> a ton of options there. There's so many, so many options. But my player of the day, my player of the day will have to be Ethan Blackadder. Ethan Blackadder, what an absolute champion. Um, just read an article from Greg Feek, talk, uh, Greg Feek, the Ford's coach, talking about him off the field during the week. A phenomenal work rate. Ability to just grind and graft and nail his, nail his positional play 
out on the field. He's second. And I know I've spoken about it plenty of times. I've been lucky enough to witness him and in the background and seeing what he does in the in the Crusaders environment. He's an unbelievable workhorse. And these are his stats on the weekend. He had 11 carries. He had three offloads. He made 11 tackles, and he missed none. And he made one. He beat one defender. So he's um. I just thought he was outstanding on the weekend. Just that one opportunity. That was his first game in about, I think it was like two months, two or three months. Yeah. His first game. And, and like I tell you all the time, there's, you can train all you want. You can run up the down the park all you want, but there's nothing that could ever battle hard on you compared to a game. You cannot beat getting game time, getting off the ground, making tackles, hitting players, putting your shoulder into uh, and your head into dark places. This is what this guy does. He does it. He, he's flashy too, but, mate, you watch him. I hope you watch them on the weekend. Just seeing the work he did off the ball was phenomenal. I know you're a big fan, mate. I know you got plenty of plaudits for him. <laughs> oh, Izzy, I just think you nailed it. He's a workhorse, and I know he's a workhorse. Mm. But in the weekend, I actually thought he played with a bit of X factor. He played with like mm. a little yep. bit of razzle-dazzle, as Marshy would say, that the loose forwards... Like, you're not loot When you have Ethan Blackadder for a Kiriwani, you might think, oh, you're losing that um, explosiveness. Or you might a smidge, but not really. The way he was moving yeah. with ball in hand and the way he was working as part of that loose forward trio, bro, I could not agree more. He was unreal. 0800-150-811. You've heard Izzy's take on his performers. Or do you want to talk NPC? We've got Mudgee on the line. Mudgee, you're a Hawks Bay local. Oh, can, you, can you sort Izzy Dag out here for us, Mudgee? <laughs> well, yeah, totally, totally uh, believe that at the end of the day, <clears throat> the, conversation, the game has been won at the end of 80 minutes because that's what, that, you know, you've got traditionally it's 100 years old, so team has to come and take it off you, and they didn't do that. So that's the end of the story. Yep. So it doesn't matter whether it's uh, NPC competition going on as well or it's the Shield. We're playing for the Shield. At the end of the season, mm. and then time to come, people remember who won the Shield. They won't worry about who won NPC. And just a couple of other points, we, we obviously had this debate at Turkish, as we do with Smithy last night, and some of those points um, after the... I don't want to steal this, probably on his show later on, but the, um, after the 10 minutes, it just would have been a draw. It's a straight draw, mm. um, and it was ten minutes one way. Would you believe? It was ten, it was no five minutes wow. each way. Whoever won that toss had the ten minutes one way, which seems ridiculous. Could have been a thirty knot southerly blown, and if you win the toss, well, you almost win the game. But the trouble was, both when you did win the toss, <laughs> and lost it in the first minute of the mm. long on point. So it was quite <laughs> quite amazing, yeah. And the referee advised the teams before the game that, that the golden point would would apply. So it wasn't it wasn't the teams deciding. I don't know. I got oh, so it's a ref. Smith, so that's how, that's how we know. So, 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 Mudgy, ref, the ref made the decision. Can he? Is he allowed to make those decisions about this ramp? Oh, the, the rules must have been within the rules. You might have seen on the TV they had a rule book out at one stage across the table. Yeah, yeah. The rules, were, yeah. The rules were yeah. interpreted that it, if it was a draw, um, it was golden point applied. Well knew. And the shield was still alive. Yeah, for us. The shield was still alive. Is that yeah. in the rule? Oh, yeah, wow, fascinating, it's fascinating. No, love all. your yeah, love your point. Was Smithy so for it or against it? Yeah, can we get can, oh, you steal, can we steal Smithy's point already? Can we can we just can we can we, <laughs> can we get the early ma- early mail on sleep on it with sleep on it with Mudgy? Well, what do you think? Why? End of time. Eighty minutes. Uh, you won't you own the shield. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Mudgy. Thanks, mate. Cheers, Mudgy. Okay, have a good day. Yeah.
There you go, there you go. Look, Mudgy Sm and Smithy don't agree with Izzy, but hey, that's what we hear. <laughs> we're all growing up. We have open conversations. I love it. But isn't it? Love it. We've gone from Test Rugby back to Ramfurly. We're good. Izzy, isn't it, isn't it the ultimate pub table discussion? Like it is the yeah, classic, it is, it is it? the ultimate Turks bar discussion. Um, but look, there's, yeah. But, yeah, look, and there's, I don't necessarily, I'm not, yeah. It, it's a it's a fascinating one, which is kind of like, it will be divisive because there'll be traditionalists, but then there will also be people like yourself that think that, no, let's just get a yeah, result. Yeah, but, mate, like, it's, it's like cricket, test rugby, uh, test cricket, you know, like five days get a draw. How deflating is that? Like, mm. you know, like, Mudgy, you probably you play you haven't probably even got a draw. Like it's it sucks, mate. Honestly, it sucks. When you draw and and you don't know if you won or you lost, you know, it's it's deflating. I I just want to find a winner. Find a winner and, and don't get on Matt, I play for the bay. I love it. They won, <laughs> I was pumped. I'm I'm full for it. But I wanna find a winner. That's that's my thought. Yeah, there's been a hundred years of tradition, okay, get that, but I wanna find a winner. So agree or disagree, I love it. Keep it coming, keep the heat coming. Izzy, one text before we get off to the break. It's Test Rugby. Australia looked to have improved a hell of a lot since the Bledisloe games against the ABs. The way they shifted the Springboks rolling more was impressive. Quade Cooper and Karev, he made a massive difference to the dynamic of the attack and general calmness. Good on Dave Rennie, unnamed texter. Were you impressed by Australia? Oh, very impressed. You're very impressed. But they've been playing like that the last couple. They just obviously playing the All Blacks five times, so it's hard to get on top of them. Two similar teams that play extremely well, but... Mate, you saw uh, Australia. They play an exciting brand of footy. In Samu Karevi, he's been outstanding. Just an absolute battle axe. Quade Cooper's go-to man when he needs a bit of go forward. I thought Quade's um, game management has been really good as well. Like, he's just got, a, you know, obviously a lot of experience. Head on his shoulder. He knows when, when to... And, but what you watch him when he, kick, when he kicks the ball at the moment, he's got an absolute giant boot on him at the moment. But he's not kicking to hand. He's actually kicking to land. So Willie LaRue's... Constantly, always having to turn around and go back, and as a fullback, there's nothing worse when you when the ball hits the ground and you've got to go back and turn around to make the decision whether to run or kick. So his kicking ability is be outstanding. But South Africa, look, I know we're gonna to go to a little little break here in a minute, but South Africa, we'll get on after after, after the ads. But no, they've been poor. They've been poor. Seriously, they, they they just they've gone back to the old school way of just kicking and hoping to 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 get a mistake. They've lost the ability to play attacking. With rugby and some exciting brand, and they've got quality players, so I don't understand it. I don't understand why they're not using the ball more and they're just kicking the ball. So yeah, we'll have a conversation later. Let's talk about it. Let's 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 pontificate this. Is he about the Springboks and what's going on? There's also so much so much feedback about Ethan Blackadder and the All Blacks. We'll get to that very shortly. I'm Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. It's great savings every day. Twenty two minutes past seven. Yeah, three minutes away from the news with Trudy at 27 past seven. Uh, Izzy, over the weekend, we should mention the Pakistan tour for the Black Caps has been abandoned now. After nine o'clock, you're going to hear David White with Smithy, and he's going to have all the answers as far as what went on and how the process has played out. But look, from a fan perspective, um, pretty incredible, pretty pretty bizarre and incredible situation where the Black Caps, mm. there is a, a serious enough threat that they get evacuated to the UAE where now they are waiting to come home into emergency MIQ spots. And I don't know, bro, from, from my point of view, I was pretty, like, just shocked by the whole thing. How did you kind of see it playing out? Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, that's their first tour, obviously, since that infamous moment in 2003. And 
um, there would have been a lot of uncertainty, obviously hidden over this since there's been a lot of lot of time since then. Um, as players and as management, like these guys have got a lot of family, so you can only imagine how how the family is feeling at the moment. Um, look, I think the right decisions made at at the end of the day. They've they've put safety's paramount. Obviously, I don't know the threat and, and how serious it was. I think we'll get a bit more detail out of the what's transpired over in, in Pakistan, but. Um, Mate, they've read that, yeah, safety's paramount. you just got to look after, you know, if there is a a threat against uh, our players in our country, then you've got to make those decisions, and they've made the decision, and the Pakistan government and cricket board have supported them and, and actually got them out safely, saw them having to get into a bus that was fully bulletproof and fully armoured, mate. So that, that was a serious threat, and, yeah, like cricket aside, sport aside, mate, safety is paramount. So they've made the the right. So I'm gonna look, I'm gonna listen to that David White um interview with Smithy after nine and, and just hopefully get some more understanding of what went on over in Pakistan and what came to make those decisions. Um, but yeah, unlucky for for our cricketing fans and the players because that's been a long time under the, a lot of water gone under the bridge to get them over there to Pakistan since 2003 in that moment. So. It would have been a history-making moment, but it wasn't meant to be, and, and now they've made the decision. They're in UAE. Some of the players are staying there for the T20 World Cup, and then last night Jacinda said that a lot of players are coming back and have taken up emergency MIQ spots. So that's great that the government's been able to allow that for our, our cricketing players to come back. Maybe they might be able to find Bears one, a little MIQ emergency <laughs> spot as well. So that would be quite good. Maybe yeah. Bears can have a little <laughs> SOS. <laughs> well, hopefully, well, hopefully we can move down alert levels so some more open up. I know that there were a few more opening up today. Um, look, we'll hear David White. He'll have the facts. He'll have the information after nine o'clock with Smithy. It's not too much more points speculating other than that. And it's a shame to see some, you know, great Pakistani cricketers and and just the amount of security experts, quote unquote, that have come out on Twitter saying the Black Caps should have stayed and stuff. It's pretty mm. disappointing. But anyway, it is what it is, and we'll watch as the story develops. There's some awesome texts here about. Brad Thorne. Those stats for Ethan Blackadder sound like the kind of output we used to get from the one and only Brad Thorne. Powerful workhorse Cher Matt. Well, Matt agrees with what you've got to say about Ethan Blackadder, Izzy, and we'll hear more texts like that coming up in the second half of this hour. I'm Baz and Izzy for breakfast, but right now it's time for the news with Trudy and Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Thank you, Trudy. 28 minutes away from 8am here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. And Tony Kemp is not far away at all looking at all things rugby league. 0800 150 811 is the Kennard's higher phone line. It's been running hot this morning. Have your say. What do you think about the Ranfurly Shield? It's been passionate feedback on the text machine and on the phone line. So keep that coming in. Also, do you have someone that you thought was an outstanding performance in the weekend you might want to add it to our choices flooring poll because it is that time of the Monday morning is it where we get to lob our choices flooring poll out there check out choices flooring's room view program so what you need to do is you need to go have your choice Baz and Izzy for breakfast is our Twitter page. Go have a look there, or double eight double three is the text machine. And on a Monday morning, well, I always ask for the performance of the weekend, and boy, oh boy, there were some performances this weekend to choose from. Ethan Blackadder, you'd probably be voting for him, I assume is, but I'll chuck him in there. 
very elegant in the group one at Randwick. It didn't look like she could win. Did you watch that race by any chance? She was close. My leg in my multi, and it was like, oh, we're down and out. And then it just found another gear. I couldn't believe it. I was fist pumping the roof. It was great. Oh, she is a wonder mare, isn't she? Isn't she just on mm. another level? Uh, the Manly Sea Eagles. So we've got Ethan Blackadder. We've got Very Elegant. We've got the Manly Sea Eagles. And I need one more. I need one more performance of the weekend. And it, it could be anyone from the Ram Wallabies. Ramfield Shield, Golden Point win. Put that one in there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you love the golden point. That'll get up under its gun. <laughs> yeah, well, we could say, uh, we, we, well, we, we could say Flet- Fletcher Smith off the tee, but that might upset the, the whole of the Waikato. Um, look, there was so much to choose from over the weekend. We had plenty of EPL going on as well. Unfortunately, the White Ferns didn't quite get up this morning. They lost by about 13 or so runs. I'll choose one more poll result, and I'll update you very. I'll, one more poll option, and I'll update you very soon on what we're going with. But you can go to the Baz and Izzy for breakfast Twitter and vote on that, or send us a text double eight double three. Very elegant, Ethan Blackadder, or uh, would you like to vote for the Manly Seagulls who gave the smackdown to the Roosters on Friday night? Is but there's been some uh, great reaction to your All Blacks thoughts. There is, there is, yeah. From Kiwi Brent in Brisbane. Test match rugby, how good was Taniala Tupo and that pass? Was crazy skills by a tight head Pierce. All Blacks were very average in the second half. There's from Brent in Brisbane. Good morning, lads. Izzy, keen on your take on South Africa at the moment. Do you think they regret sticking to Northern Hemisphere to play for the last two years? It's kind of like they have adapted their boring style of play and now can't put it with the fast-paced style AU and NZ play. That is from Mark. Um... Yeah, I do Mark. I, look, I think they've just they're just a bit lost at the moment. Like you've seen during that game, they'd um, they'd get up to around halfway and they weren't going. They they can't play that like fast style play like you just said. So then, what would they resort to? They'll go back to Andre Pollard and he just put up a crossfield bomb and hope for a, a, a mistake. Um, yeah, I just they're lacking. They're just lacking a bit of guidance, I reckon. They don't. They're not believing in their players. They got my pimpy on the outside, Deli Ende, Andre Pollard, um, Fuff de Klerk. Like they've got outstanding players. They are obviously missing the greatest winger in the world at the moment. I feel Cheson Colby. He is outstanding. You give him the ball, he'll just be able to create something. I think that's a huge, huge loss for them. But at the moment, they just look. A, if, if teams match them physically, and you saw the Wallabies on the weekend um, matching them physically, I thought the Wallabies forward pack were outstanding. Uh, the way that they fronted up. On both sides of the ball, front um, set piece wise, outstanding. But just on defence, they were just sticking it to the to the um, Eben Eftebis and and Vuane, Dwayne Vermeulen, uh, Sia Kalisi, guys like that who are big, powerful, strong runners. But they were putting their double shoulders on them. I thought they just really stood up to them front uh, physically wise, physical wise. So my thoughts are, if you can match them physically, you can you'll you'll go a long way to winning this game. And that was when when I was playing, that was the one mindset we always said. We knew if we could match them physically, our game we could take them to another level with our gameplay and how we play fast and and ferocious around the park. So at the moment, I think they are a bit lost. I think they're struggling, and I think, in all honesty, I think um, the All Blacks are gonna gonna put on an absolute clinic against them if they come out and play on the weekend. So if they come out and play. How they played on the weekend, they're going to get an absolute hiding. Um, their coach probably said it after the post-match. He said that that was probably their worst performance since Argentina in 2018. So it'll be a tough, tough week to be in the South African camp. Hopefully they can find answers and actually put on a, a bit of a, a game 
in the weekend. So, look, got some great text messages about the Ramfield Shield too. What's wrong with extra time in the Shield match? Bay Plenty won the toss playing with the wind and Hawks Bay dominated possession and got the penalty to win the Shield. Love it. That's from Chase Waiuku. Love that little insight. Chase, and I was at the game at McLean Park and everyone in the crowd thought it was over uh, at 80 minutes and we had a dramatically... And we had dramatically retained the shield. Golden Point was a surprise, but the boys took it to Bop, and the real Bay was victorious a few minutes later. Izzy, you're wrong, because a draw is a result too. Come on the Bay, Phil from Hastings. Okay, I'm wrong, Phil. In your eyes, I'm wrong. In my eyes, I'm right. And that's why we're growing men, and we have these debates. Love it. Keep them coming. I want to find a win. I didn't know a draw was a win. I don't know. You you, you know, you draw, you can never win. Because I didn't win when we drew against the uh, British and Irish Lions. It sucked. No, no, to be fair to him, he, get... he said result. He said result. A draw is a result. Yeah. Oh, but is it really, though, Louis? A result? A draw. Look, these are these are the questions. That, double eight, is that double a, like, three. Result? These are, like, it's, it's not for me to decide. Is it? You give us <sighs> a text. Double eight, double three. And uh, I appreciate Brett coming through just to to round out the choices flooring poll. Our last option for performance of the weekend. Beaumont tries hard. Sharky through the middle late, but it's Alchemia in front. For Team Alexander, express desire, Beaumont. Look at Sakura Blossom. This is amazing. Look at it fly. They can't do that, but it did. Sakura Blossom, unbelievable. Sakura Blossom from the absolute clouds to bomb them after missing the start in race two. If you haven't seen that, go have a look and then have a vote in our choices flooring poll. Izzy, it was was insane. It was incredible. It missed the start. It missed the jump by about, I don't know, five lengths anyway. It was stuck in the in the gates. And then it comes back and flies home. What a horse, man. That was awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Choices flooring pole. What do you want? You got Very Elegant, Ethan Blackadder, Manly Seagull, Sakura Blossom. Go have your say at the Bears and Izzy for Breakfast Twitter page. We're going to get to Tony Kemp very shortly. Yeah, quarter to eight. And there's so much sport to get through to this morning as we wrap up the weekend. The NRL finals, well, they were sensational viewing, is it? They were, mate. They were. And we thought it would be a great opportunity to get our good man Tony Kemp on the show. He loves bringing a bit of fireworks. And, well, NRL's finals is here. Playoffs. Final four teams have been decided. So we want to see, decided, I should say, we want to see what Kempy's got for us. Good morning, Kempy. Oh, to Monaghan. Good morning, Izzy. Good morning, Louis. I see that that, um, there's no bears again, mate. He had a bad, bad weekend on the punt, did he? (laughs) Recovering. <laughs> he had a bad weekend on the punt. No, he's earning billions over in the UAE, mate. He's at the IPL. He'll be back soon. He'll be back soon, brother. How'd you go on the punt on the yeah, weekend? Okay. Yeah, not too bad, actually. I like, quite like that um, Sakura, that that, um, yeah. that young filly that missed the jump and came home, ran up the backside of a couple of horses and still won by, what, what's that, three quarters of a length. So, um, and of course, very elegant. It's a great, great champ. That one mm. won another Group One in uh, in Australia. Um, no, not bad on the weekend, punting wise. Quite happy. Nice, bro. So oh, I was gonna, I would have been good if Nature Strip got up. But anyway, we won't go there and go there. We'll start with the league, mate. We got you here for the league. What's your take from the weekend, mate? Oh, mate. I oh, look the the final series. Everyone, I, I love the comment that um, is Hasler made when the when the journalist asked him the last question. 
and and he said, oh, you know, like you you, you struggled against that team in the first round, and Des has a look at him. He said, no one cares about the first round, mate. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly it's exactly right. Everyone cares about the finals. Uh, Manly and my Smokies, mate, got him at eight bucks. Um, I yeah. think with Tom Trebojevic, and and when they are on the go forward, and you know, it's the only problem they got is that they really haven't got big boppers in the middle of the park, so. Melbourne showed if they strangled him in the middle of the park, then Tom Trebojevic couldn't get off the front foot, neither could Dodie Cherry Evans, and, and they struggled against them. But if they do tend to, to bend the line in that middle there, they're really hard to stop. Um, and they, they showed that when they put 40 past Sydney City on the weekend. And the other game, um, there's Mitch Kenny going down in the last five minutes, the, the, the replacement hooker for Penrith when uh, Parramatta was on the on the try line, I think it was tackle three, and the referee, the, the trainer got the game stopped and they, they made an interchange with Tavita Pangai. I think you're going to hear more about that in the press because you can only make a free interchange yeah. if it's a, um, a HIA. Uh, and they took him off with an ankle injury. But not only that, they stopped the momentum of Parramatta, which mm. I thought was really unfair. Mm. So, um, But that was another great game. I thought I thought Parramatta, you know, I was, I was willing. They, they were the team I, I idolised when I grew up. So I was willing them home to get the get through to the next round but they what there's what a game that was that was finals footy at its best I thought. Um and mm-hmm. Penrith get to live to fight Melbourne and in, in uh, uh, this week in what what's a re- uh, repeat of last year's grand final. I don't think they can beat them. Personally I don't think they can beat Melbourne. Um but everyone will be waiting waiting to see what happens in that game. Brad Arthur was spitting chips, wasn't he, uh, Kempe? He was very unhappy, but the reality is it's done, it's dusted, you can't reverse it. You're not one of these, you're not in this camp of or chorus of people suggesting who wins the Penrith-Melbourne game goes on to win the granny then? Oh, look, I think Melbourne are the team to, definitely the, the team to beat. I, but I, I think I think Manly are the Smokies. I think they probably bet selfs on the weekend because um, they both play free-flowing type of football. And I just think they've got that X factor in, in Trebojevic. Um, but the coaches and the way that they're blowing up. I was sitting here this morning waiting for the phone call from you guys and thought, why do you, you know, it's really intense at that level. Um, you know, my mm. experience when I was in there, it's really intense. And you go in and you say some 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 things that you regret. And you saw that with Ivan and Wayne Bennett <laughs> last week. Jeez, he got tailed up, didn't he, by Wayne Bennett, <laughs> Ivan. Um, why would you take that was the uh, that was the old bull young bull scenario walking down in the paddock? Yeah. I haven't got a hiding. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, look, I actually thought that Arthur had a had a, uh, a a good reason to have a little bit of a a blurt on the weekend, um, given the fact that the momentum was taken off Parramatta a couple of times. He's right; a couple of his players got taken out in the background, um, and even even those some of those calls with reset starts the penalty count uh, they weren't going with Parramatta but hey boys that's momentum um, I said right at the beginning of the year that a referee or a or a, um, or a bunker bloke is going to give away a, a really bad call and it's going to affect the, the competition and they continue to do that I didn't know it was going to happen every week um, but they continue to stuff up week in, week out. Hey, so, Kibby, Kibby, I want to ask I, you I, that, bro. You can't win, mate, can you? You can't win if you're a referee or nah. you're in the bunker. I, to, be, to be brutally honest, I think they should get rid of the bunker. It just, I there you go. Just watching the TV when it goes up to the bunker. That's what I was going to ask you, mate. We're getting the same a problem in rugby at the moment. TMO coming in, having a big influence on the game. Stop, start. We're taking away the decision-making from refs. Is, is, have you seen that with the NRL? As well with the bunker, you saw that with the Penrith, uh, the Penrith Panthers, 
Eels game, the bun- bunker come in and constantly. You think they need to go? A hundred percent. Look, I, I think it, there's, a, there's a couple of reasons why it should go. It takes away the, the, the um, I guess, the supporters' experience when you're sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, that was a try, and you can, you know, you can sit over and talk to your mate sitting next to you and go, oh, no, that wasn't a try, and you're, you're making that, that decision up yourself. And then you've got to look at the telly now for five minutes while they, they look at every single angle. And if you slow it down mm. enough, of course there's going to be separation um, of the ball somewhere. Uh, and it just for yeah. me, the worst thing I hate about it is it stops the game. And, I, and you're going, oh, come on. Like They were they were right on it. They were under the hammer then. And the bunker says, oh, I want to go back and look at that. It's like, oh, God, here we go. You know, just it's just... Times we look. I'll tell you what it's looking like. The NFL. They might as well throw a hundred ads in in the, in, in the middle of it until they get a decision. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Kempi. Nice, Kempi. Just before we let you go, Kempi, I want to ask you, mate. Golden point or a draw? What are you for? You want a decision, or are you happy with a draw? And we'll go away and take half of the plate home. No, nah, well, my, you know, ex-players like yourself, I would. I, I, I think it's fair that players get a if they finish eighty minutes after a battle and end up with a with sheer points if they get the points. I think the answer to your question is changing the the, um, the way that points are handed out. I think rugby league yeah. needs to move on that. Rugby rugby made a, a change to that and it and it's worked great guns. But I think in rugby league, you know, if you if you score a try from a kick, it should be three points. If you score a try from a moving play, it should be four points. Um, wow. and it changes that that one rule would change the way that rugby league is played. And I, I just think that rugby league has become a robotic game. Um, you know, seriously, boys, you, you could coach the NRL. You tell me a, you tell me a structure that you're going to insert into the into the NRL at the moment that is no different than every other team's playing with a lead runner or a sweep around the back, big, big blokes in the middle, you know, a decent spine. You know, you guys could coach it. But if you change that mm. rule, you actually have to coach. Because mm. if you get an extra point for scoring on movement plays, you have to come up with different movements, and that's what I would do. Oh man, yeah. yep. Kempi, how nah, many, love it, love it. How many super, love it, Kempi? How many super coach heroes just rejoice there hearing you say that anyone can coach <laughs> the an NRL team? That is unbelievable. I'm sure it's a bit harder than that, Kempi yourself. You would know. It is seven minutes away. Thanks for your time, mate. Appreciate it. We'll catch up again before the finals are done, eh? Yeah, no worries, boys. Look forward to it. Beautiful, Kempi. I never thought I'd see Kempi sit on the fence and share points. I never thought I'd hear that come out of his mouth. I can't believe it. What has Unbelievable, Kempi. What has happened? What has happened to the world? It's that, seven was, that, was, that wasn't Kempi. That was nice, Kempi. Where is he at? So we need to get Bruce Sharrick back on the show so he comes off the back fence again. It's seven minutes away from eight. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. So we got Tex. I <laughs> got texts overflowing the boards about the NRL, uh, sorry, the Ramfilly Shield situation and also the All Blacks. We'll get to those shortly. Yeah, this morning United, Izzy got a 2-1 win and uh, Chelsea knocked off Tottenham 3-0. So that's one for you and nil for Baz McCullum. <laughs> Beautiful. Cristiano Ronaldo has scored in three consecutive games for Man U. So money worth unbelievable here. I'm watching the NFL, mate. The Raiders are up. 23-17 against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. And the kicker for Pittsburgh has just kicked a 56-yard field goal. The longest in the history at that stadium. Whoa. Boswell has kicked an absolute bomb from that. So we'll keep you up to date with that game. You reckon in your... over there, but then... Sorry, mate. What was that? No, I was going to say, you reckon in your, pri- you reckon in your prime you'd be any good at kicking the old pigskin? 
<laughs> nah, I don't know. I've never given it a go, eh? Because they kick it off the ground and, and they actually use a different ball to kick than they do with the, when they're playing the actual game in itself. So, no, nah, I have to. Nah, nah. Nah, mostly try and hack it. I don't think I'll be any good anyway. I reckon you'd have a big spiral punt on you. I can't wait for that McCafe. Come on, Jacinda, let us out. So right now it's the news with Trudy and Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It is Monday the 20th of September and it is just after 8am. Wow, what a two hours we've just had wow it's been great great conversations this morning what a weekend of sport and racing well we covered it all we talked npc and that game on sunday yesterday that little bit of a debate at the end of it ran shield on the line extra time golden point the shield was still alive regulation the rule book had to be bought out and, well, I was all for it, and most of the pundits out there were against it. So I love it. Great conversations to be had. And it's been a great morning. So keep those text messages coming in on double eight double three. The most important thing is the Bay retain the shield, and the Bay are the Bay. That's it. That's final. Loved it. We've had plenty of chat. Tarzino Trophy and that heartbreak in my multi. Nature Strip, Steve Hansen. I need to get him online because he... It's cost me an arm and leg. But anyway, that's enough of that. Seven o'clock, we spoke about the All Blacks versus Argentina. The winners and the losers from that game. Unbelievable performance from a lot of guys that haven't had that much game time, which has been awesome to see. Ethan Blackadder, Tupo Vite, Joe Moody, Rico Yuani at the centres. What does that do for the All Blacks? Well, coming up, I'm going to get to Millsy Muliaina soon for our McCafe coffee catch-up. But before then, we're... Stay tuned because 8.40 we're going to talk to Albert Bosma out of the Grow Racing Syndication Group. Hasbro wins record in the a tissue, a tissue. We all get paid. Wins at Ramwick and then a three-year-old Philly Arc de Triomphe wins in record in to cement a real gold now for Go Racing. So stay tuned. We've got a great hour home. We're going to hit it home. And our final furlong, we're going to bring home a great hour for you. But now it's time. It's time. It is time to talk some more rugby. Some more rugby. Love to get this guy's insights into the All Blacks, obviously. But then what he saw from the Wallabies and then lead him into South Africa. The South Africa game this weekend, the 100th Test match. Someone that has played South Africa many, many times. He knows what it takes to bring this, beat the Springboks. The physicality that they bring. It is time for a McCafe coffee catch-up. With Mills Muliana, he is a Test Centurion for the All Blacks, and he's now in the front line Test match commentator, doing a superb job with TJ for Sky Sport. Mills Muliana, good morning, brother. Oh, good morning, Izzy. Gee, Mick Cafe. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been to Bally McDonald's, mate. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm doing very well at the moment. Looking forward to hopefully getting some takeaways and out of level four, brother. <laughs> Hey, Millsy, Millsy, Louis here, mate. If, if the Prime Minister and things go well this afternoon, um, come stop by the studios on, uh, just pop out and we'll, we'll see if we can get a little McCafe drop out and we'll just leave it outside for you and we'll leave it there and you can kind of drive by and pick it up on Wednesday morning, bro. Is that all good? <laughs> oh, mate, that sounds, 
sounds bloody good to me, mate. It's a great payment for being on on uh, on the show this morning. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Millsy, mate. I really appreciate. It. I know you'd do anything to get a wee hour away from that household. Poor Joe Vegas. She told me you went outside to do a five-hour workout on Saturday, mate. What's going on? Oh, mate, you, you know how it is, mate. It's just you just got to try and get away. I sneak downstairs and try and ride the bike for for a little bit. It's more the kids, mate. They've they've been. Uh, uh, yeah, I suppose uh, in some ways they don't really understand every now and then you have to run around after them but it's been alright it's yeah. been alright it's been a long time but um, rugby's been rugby's been pretty good I've, I've enjoyed seeing um, the Bunnings NPC back on and, and obviously um, you know the championship over over in Aussie as well and the way the, the All Blacks have um, have, uh, have been going it's been, it's been pretty good Hey mate tell us about that game you were lucky enough to commentate you get a frontline view to that game, what were your takeouts from that All Blacks performance, mate? Oh, I was look, I was really impressed, eh? Is he? I think um, you know, even mm. changes to that um, starting fifteen. A lot of those guys haven't played for a very long time, and also the, the inexperience of it as well, of, the, of the guys that, that went out there. So they, they 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 put their hands up. Like I was really impressed with the loose forwards, and there's a lot of talk around Nikita Yuani and how he's been playing over there, but. Uh, Ethan Blackhead, geez, he he was just a machine. I mean, he's got a massive engine, and he's just real physical. Tupo Bay, um, obviously as well, and the way he's um, that he plays Hoskins Satutu. Um, you know, he's he hasn't yeah. played rugby for a very long time, and so I guess from Ian Foster's point of view, it's, it's all playing into his hands. You know, it's exactly possibly even more so what he um, what he wanted to get out of it. You know, he's, he's building some really good depth in his squad. Um, guys getting out there, and you know they haven't got any, you know, touch wood, any you know, big, big injuries as well, and, and they've left a lot of experience at home. So I think, mm. um, you know, leading into this big game, you mentioned it before, hundred tests between um, them and the Springboks. They've struggled against the Wallabies, um, but mm. you know, as you would know, mate, a, a wounded um, Springbok is always a dangerous one because, well, they they could be <laughs> yeah. struggling now on the field when they play the All Blacks, mate. They love getting amongst it, so this is a huge game for them. Yeah, 100%. I want to just talk to you before we move to the Springbok, uh, Springboks game. I want to talk to you about the All Blacks' performance, uh, the way that they're playing, you know, they're, they're, the, the way that they vary up their game. They play the, the tip lines with their forward runners in the close, and then they tip a little kick over the top. Have you been impressed with the style of play, like the offload game, their ability to keep the ball alive, their LQB, lightning quick ball, it rucks. Like, everything's been pretty good. I'm very impressed with how, how their game's coming to fruition. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And as you know, man, like that's that's always been a strength of the um, of the way we played, uh, you know, in New Zealand. You know, the offload game, keeping the ball alive, that high tempo, but the real the accuracy of it as well, um, particularly in, in contact when you're playing the big boys, running them around it. But I've been impressed with the way they've. It's almost like when when Ian Foster signed, it sort of almost gave him then the license to say, actually, you know what, we I, I want to implement some of my, um, some of this stuff and try and. Um, and really test it out now. He, he almost sort of relaxed mm. a little bit by the by the looks of it. He's got real good buy-in. You know, they go to the middle of the park. You know, they've come back to the blind with a really caught out um, the Argentinian side. But you've still got to execute as well. And, and some of those big mm. boys, um, you know, uh, the way they're taking the ball to the line. You know, that you know, the tip-on balls that you talk about. But even being able to make decisions to to go, um, you know, back door and hit, hit one of the backs. Um, to then also mm. out wide, when you're getting calls from real inexperienced guys, Quinta Pye's only had, what, three test matches. Um, yeah. Franco Ioane's starting to step up. But to call those calls when it's really on and then ha- having the, the ability to execute, 
I think it's really good. I mean, and two years out from the Rugby World Cup, and he's building really good depth. Um, he's, they're starting to play a style of play that um, that everyone's bought into, um, and they're really the leaders are really starting to step up. It's almost that new crop, you know, starting to come through, which is um, which was a little bit of a worry after 2019 because you know we always sort of mm. you know have we still got the talent? Have we got enough balance in terms of our um, our leadership? And, and at the moment, it, it seems like it's, um, it's it's really starting to blossom. Nice, mate. Oh, we're talking to Mills Muleaina, our McCafe Coffee catch-up. If you've got any questions, give us a text on double eight double three, and we'll get those to Millsy. Hey, Millsy, I want to ask you about selections. Like, Obviously, the weekend, Ethan Blackhead are going unbelievable. Joe Moody getting a start. You get Offa Tuanga Fussy. You had Tupo Vai, who I thought was outstanding as well. Like, What does this do for selections going into this 100 test? Do they go back to what they the tried and true, the, the, the team that had played before, the Retallic? So obviously, Retallic will play. You know, have these guys done enough to push for maybe selections in this game against South Africa? Rico Iwani oh, at centre. Yeah, yeah. I think they've certainly, um, you know, put their hand up. I think what this has given this game last week it's actually given um, the coaching staff the ability to rest some of those big players um, uh, that mm. have played you know, three test matches in a row. I mean, it, it is. It, they always talk about that, you know, being able to, the ability to get up, you know, week in, week out, and these are big games. And so, I think they go back. Um, obviously, the um, you know, your Italics or the Worlds come back, but it's those little, it's those little sort of, um, I suppose, positions. Or what would you say, say little? They're actually massive ones. You know, who who goes to first five? I think Richie um, Wong obviously won't be available. Um, but does he go with Damien McKenzie, or um, you know, does Bowden Barrett step back up there? You know, after being coming mm. off the bench last week, perhaps it was possibly wise so he could start this week. Who plays at fullback? Um, you know, given mm. you know the, the kicking game that uh, South Africa would bring. So, I definitely think um, he will revert back to um, the, the team that it, that um, you know, played the Aussies that uh, that first week over in um, yeah. over in Brisbane. But it's just you know. Um, the makeup, the makeup of the of the bench, I suppose, is going to be a, be a biggie. Ethan Blackadder really stood up. He's stood up every time he's come off the bench. Mm. Um, and also, you know, the midfield, whether you know how how far away is Anton and Brown um, in terms of playing, that that probably has a big impact in terms of where Rico Yuani actually plays because David Harvey and and, um, and uh, Anton and Brown's combination is coming together really nicely as well. So. Um, a few headache selections, but I think he reverts back to <laughs> the majority of that team that sort of played against um, against the Wallabies when they when they first went over to, um, to sorry to Perth. Mills, you made that awesome point about the depth and the the guys that are coming in with not heaps of experience. You were in the All Blacks camp for so long as a leader. How much does being in the All Blacks environment lift these guys? Like obviously you couldn't just put any NPC player into the team and expect them to succeed. But so there's obviously a level of talent and a level of credibility to make the squad. But then once they're in that All Blacks environment, how much of a lift can you see out of specific guys type from time to time? Oh, I mean it's massive. I mean you only you have to look. Um, as far as someone like Sami Sony Tokiaho, <laughs> he's a guy mm. that was thrusted in there by the back of um, someone getting injured. Dane Coles, obviously Dane Coles being left behind. You know, old, um, old Moore was possibly ahead of him. And he starts in the weekend and look at the game that he's played and, and the way he's come on. There's always yeah. sort of talk around his um, his ability to throw in the line out and look how far he's come come from that. You know, they they varied things up um, for him as well. Um, in the line-out department, went to the front earlier before we got a bit of confidence to go to the back. But that just explains a little part of the of this All Black, um, how special it is in the All Blacks. When you come in there, you thrive because everyone's just on a different level. But 
you've also um, got the responsibility to make sure that you get to that level. Um, but along the way, you know, you've got the, your leaders like your Sam Whitelock's obviously the captain, you know, Sam Kane, who are not there. You've also got, um, you know, Adi Sabia that they can feed off. And so it's, an, it's, a, it's a really good environment because, um, you know, you're not going in this and, and they're expecting you to get to that level. They're actually helping you um, because, uh, you know, the leaders are helping you get to that level to make sure that, you know, they can get the best out of you to then, you know, be able to help the team. Um, and Sammy Sonny is, is probably a perfect example of that, a, a guy that um, was probably on the fringes. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of depth yeah. in terms of that, that um, you know, that, that position. And, and now he's he's absolutely thriving. So it's um, it's it's... it's, it's Great to see, and great to see it continual as well. Mm. Yeah, I love it. I've got a te- uh, another young guy that's come in and, and had, a, had an opportunity on the weekend. We've got a text from uh, one of our listeners, Sean in Christchurch. He said, enjoy listening to Mill's insight of the test. How was he impressed with Finlay Christie? That is from Sean to you, Millsy. Oh, Sean, well, he's, he's, all right. he's, he's been great. He's had a great um, you know, Super Rugby campaign with the, with the Blues his, uh, his energy level. I think what's important, um, you know, when he when he's he came on in the weekend, is that he really brought energy. Um, and one of the moments was that last throw they scored when they kicked the ball down. Mm. You, you possibly wouldn't see it. Um, you know, we've got a different camera angle, but there was the three of them. There was himself, I think, uh, Luke Jacobson, and um, and one one other that, that chased that ball. Now they knew that, um, you know, the. Uh, the Puma guy, who was Caribbean, it was isolated, but they they ended up connecting. What I was really impressed mm. about that was um, Finlay Christie was actually leading the way, and he he slowed down to actually connect. So that that to me shows that he's a guy that's just come off the bench. He's young, inexperienced, but he also knows the system and what to do in those those type of situations. So it's not just his running game and his ability to pass off the deck, but also he's obviously a very smart player to to be able to connect with those mm. sort of guys to then win win that um, that, that turnover. And then the end result was they went wide, came back, and they ended up scoring. So I've been really impressed. Um, obviously, mm. he's got a lot of competition uh, in terms of the guys in front of them, <laughs> Webby and, and, and obviously Aaron Smith being back home. But TJ Pedernaro is coming into some great form as well. But he's just got to buy his time and, and, and do the things that he's actually doing really, really well. And one of those things is the stuff off the ball, which I've been really impressed about. Yeah, nice, Millsy. Love that little insight, mate. It's a great headache for Fozzie and the crew to have some unbelievable talent to be able to pick on, pick from, and and I think Finlay will just get better with time and time. One question before we let you go. I know you got a little uh, Zoom meeting at, at, at eight thirty, so we'll let you go after this. But what um Springboks, mate? What do you what do you what do they need to do, and what can you see? Do you reckon they can bounce back this weekend from what we've seen in the last two weekends against the uh, Wallabies? Oh, anything can happen. This is test match. You know, anything can happen. Mm. I think the, the the downside is that they're not at home. Like I noticed that this game was going to be in Dunedin, but if there was anything that was going to get these guys up, it's playing in front of and they wouldn't have played in front of their home crowd anyway. But it's being in South Africa because that is massive um, to them. Mm. The difficult part is, is I, I don't think they can change the game. But I think they need to try and yeah. stick it out in terms of you know the the, the box kicks, you know, the kicking game and really try and, um, and rumble the the All Blacks. The difficult part about that is the All Blacks have had two weeks to be able to try and, um, you know, uh, implement sort of, you know, that, that game plan that that, um, that the Springboks will bring because they've had the Pumas do exactly the same. So they've diffused that mm. in some ways. I don't think they can play an expensive game at the moment, uh, the Springboks, and they're lacking in confidence. So I think they revert back to their... 
um, you know, their line-out drives, which isn't going that great either, and, and really try and, um, and perfect that. I, I, don't, I don't see them winning. I think the All Blacks will, um, yeah. I think they've got too much firepower to, um, for, for the Springboks, but it's going to be a physical game. It always is. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking mm. forward to them getting a little bit better because they've, they've got some quality players in that Springbok outfit. Pollard and that just got to stand up, you know, and, um, and, 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 and be really good leaders. Nice, mate. Love that little insight with the Springboks. If someone knows what they're about, it's Mills Mulliene, 100 Test, test veteran. Hey, before we let you go, we had an unbelievable debate this morning about the Ramfurly Shield yesterday and going to Golden Point and whether the Shield should be alive after coming at towards 80 minutes, it was a draw. And history shows that if you draw the match after 80 minutes, it should you should retain the Shield. But yesterday, they went to Golden Point. The Shield was alive. Were you for or against it? What's your take out from that, Millsy? Oh, I, I'm, oh, gee, I, I'm actually for for the old, the you know, the old way. Once it draws, mate, you've got to. If you don't want to win the shield, you've got to come and actually win it. You know, if uh, you know, if you've got it, and it's a draw, you you keep it. You know, it's, it's to the old challenger to come, and that's what makes it so special. Um, otherwise, you know, it gets to that, and uh, every sort of game, and, and that's what it does. You know, it, it can. It can obviously get to that point every single time, and the and the challenges take it away. I think um, it needs to stay um, with the old way, mate. If it's a draw and you haven't won it, the holders keep it, mate. That's my view on it, bro. Full hunger buster to you, Millsy. Love it, <laughs> love it, mate. Love it. You totally went against me, and that's what this show's about. Everyone's against Daggy. I was for it, mate. Get being alive in the in the golden point minute keeps the game alive, mate. Nothing worse than a draw. But thanks, Millsy. You just went against me. I love it. Well, I'm, I haven't won it before, mate, so, you know, that's, that's my view on it, too, mate. <laughs> nah, it's good, mate. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Millsy. There was a lovely McCafe coffee catch-up with the one and only Mills Muliaina, absolute champion, brother. We'll catch up soon, eh? Take care. See you, Mills. Is he? I'm He's sorry. Gone. But that He's was good, gone. and his explanation was good. His explanation at least was yeah. good. Yeah, no, look, look, honestly, like, tradition is a big part of our game. Love it. History, the guys that have gone before us. Um, I've just played in uh, a couple. I've said it all morning. I've played in a couple. I'm just nothing worse than a, than a draw. But, hey, I never drew, I never drew a round for this shield, so I don't know. Haven't been there, but I love it, mate. Great insights. Everyone's agreeing. Everyone's disagreeing. Most are disagreeing with me, so that's great. That's what we hear. That's why we're on SNZ, SCNZ, Baz and Izzy for breakfast, so we can have these conversations. It's great. Bang on, bro. 21 minutes past eight. And I know what I know you're going to be fired up for Paul Mawadi, our next guest, because oh, yeah. spring tide. Oh, he was nearly... Oh, can you imagine how worried Paul would have been? We nearly took him for a fortune. We'll come back and debrief that after the break. It's 21 minutes past eight. Baz Nizzi for breakfast with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Zed. Starting to thread the needle, but he's off and gone. Call sign Mav, although Springtide is coming hard now. Springtide racing up outside of Call Sign Mav, who won't lay down. Oh, he's a great horse, Call Sign Mav. He's a great horse, and he's, he's look, and Paul Moati owes him an absolute fortune. Uh, it's time for a TAB update time with our man Paul Moati, bit live on your favourite sports and racing at the tab.co.nz. Spring tide. Was your heart in your mouth, Paul? What was your, what was your position on the couch? Were you worried? Were you nervous? Yeah, all of the above. <laughs> Paulie, Paulie, you're there. 
He's speechless? Is this his, like, is this a Mimax? <laughs> He's speechless, mate. He is, he is. He is a bit worried, wasn't he? He is a bit worried. That's all right. We'll give Paul a call back, eh, and we'll get him on the line because we have to know exactly how he's feeling. Is he? But he's there. He's yeah. there. Hello, Paul. I don't think he's there. Is he? You thought springtime was going <laughs> to yeah. roll him? Cool side, man. I actually, I actually did, mate. I thought I just kept watching it, watching it, and and you know, most of the times when my horse is in the front and and the, the finish line could couldn't come any quicker, it, it doesn't, and I get pipped. But this one, I thought, maybe, 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 but nah. Cool sign, Mav. Stayed on and just, what a horse, mate. D- dug deep, dug deep and got there. But spring tide, like we, picked, we picked it in the TAB. Paul Moati, he was a little bit nervous, I reckon. A little bit nervy. Yeah, he would have had to have been nervous. I tell you, they'll be nervous as well because John Barry told us on SENZ that Cool Sign Mav was going to go to the Cox Plate the morning of. And uh, I think you were getting 100 to 1. And I don't know what he's paying now. I mean, the Cox Plate's a hard race to win, but it's some horse. Anyway, mm. Paul is on the line. Paul, do, you, do we have you? Yeah, <laughs> you've, you've got me, boys. We nearly had you. Are you a little you bit nervous you didn't want to turn up, mate? <laughs> what was going oh, through boy. your mind, mate, when springtime was coming home? Surely you just thought of oh. us, eh? Oh, I thought the boys have... The, the bloody world got me here. I can't believe it. <laughs> can't believe it. But, but the defending champ was just too tough. Yeah. Too tough, mate. Too tough. Course I Mav. Unbelievable. I was so... But we got a place bet, so we're at 50 each way. We're still in the game. Yeah, not only are you in the game, you are leading the showdown. Oh, uh, yes. The, the, I know you guys had no doubt whatsoever, but that's right. Uh, the breakfast show... Uh, is at the top of the leaderboard when it comes to the uh, tipping showdown, up $140 after one week, closely followed by staff who took Manly minus 14.5. He could have taken the minus 34.5. He's up $110. (laughs) Unfortunately, the other three uh, show, the Shark, um, Probabil, unfortunately, probably didn't get the tractor suit. Um, Smithy, they had plenty to lead at half time. Hawks Bay to win. Well, there was, there was yeah. all sorts going on in that game. Um, mm. I'm with the crowd who say, You win the shield. So if it's a draw at full time, you there's no no extra time for the oh. shield. Are you a sheep That's too? Me. Sheep. <laughs> I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I'm a very ah. much a traditionalist, is he? <laughs> oh, you got to feel for Beaver and. Uh, Ricky and Kirsty, they had Waikato to win. Who? Why would I we feel for them? Why, why? <laughs> no, we don't, actually. We don't, because it's Waikato A and it's the drive show B. And this is the showdown, Paul. And we told you we were a dollar twenty, and you laughed at us. <laughs> I, I, I've got to say, it's a marathon, though, guys. You don't win it in week one, but you're off to a very, very good start. Um, <laughs> With those winnings, if you've got some winnings, you can have a go at some of the promos today. We've got bonus back on the first two races from the Palmy North Dogs. Also got a bonus back on this afternoon's Ravens-Chiefs game and tomorrow's Packers-Lions game. Just head to the TAB website for all the T's and C's. But if you're going to follow someone, you might as well follow the breakfast show because those boys are hot at the moment. <laughs> That's what we want to hear. Paulie Moati.
Thank you, Paul. Promotions in players and hundreds of sports markets to choose from. Visit tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly. He said we, we kind of had it one in week one while well, we nearly did. Bye. Bye, Paul. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> As we love it. All right, we're late to the news. It is 29 minutes away from 8 o'clock. It is time for the news with Trudy for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. 27 minutes away from 9 o'clock on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. You're listening to SENZ. If you've missed anything this morning so far, Mills Muluaina, legend of the black jersey. Uh, you can go to the SENZ app or wherever you get your podcast, Baz and Izzy, for breakfast. But right now it's time to get to our weekend choices. Poll results, Izzy. Choices Flooring's room view makes choosing flooring easy. Visit choicesflooring.com.au to find out more. We've asked you to have your choice. The Bears and Izzy for Breakfast Twitter page has the poll. Texts on double eight double three. Somebody saying $6 for Manly to win the premiership in the NRL is great value. And, well, that fits the bill. Manly Seagulls, performance of the weekend, with our leading the way with 43% of the vote over Very Elegant, who's coming last. Ethan Black out of second to last, and Sakura Blossom Wooshka, she is second. But Manly Seagulls, they're agreeing with Kimpy mm. here, is he? People love what they saw from Manly. Yeah, mate. Well, they're going in with some red hot form, and that would have been my brother who sent that little. He's a Manly fan, so he's right up and down with the Manly Seagulls. I think they've got a good chance, mate. If they, I think they'll face Melbourne in the final. In the grand final, they have got a good chance. So great little choices. Flooring pole from you, Louis. Good work, mate. Let's go back to Cutley, these Texas. I've got you back with the Shield chat. Is he? Draws are awful if the game is still on, the Shield is in play. That was from Mark. Uh, got another one here. The Shield should be retained if it's a draw at full time, in my opinion. But we can't argue as, it, as it's in the competition regulation that's still alive in Golden Point. Ken Laven and Smithy and the sideline refs didn't seem to know. Another shambles of a finish to an NPC game following the debacle. At Waikato Stadium Friday night. What's going on in rugby in New Zealand? That is from Albie. So, yeah, Albie's just saying it was in the rule book and it is what it is. And, look, I think we're going to get a bit more um, information about it this week because there was a lot of uncertainty. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of tradition behind it with the Ramfrey Shield after full time. There's been many matches over 100 years, that tradition, the history of the Shield. And when it's retained after... Um, a draw at the end of the uh, final. Don't get me wrong. It is history. as part of it. But those are the rules. The rules on the weekend were golden point. It's still alive. So I wonder if there's going to be um, some conversations had at NZR. Well, they have to be because it's, it's, you can see how, hot, how much of a hot topic it is this morning with the pundits out, out there that they are against it, some are for it, you know. And, and so there has to be a lot of clarity from the NZR this week so we don't have to go through this uh, going forward. And yeah, I'd love to get the, a little insight. Maybe we get someone from the NZR on the show, Louis, to, to have a chat about it tomorrow because um, it's been a great conversation to be had today. Yep, absolutely, bro. We can uh, we can find some clarity, and I completely agree. The last thing you want is um, armchair critics like me and everyone else texting the show. Oh, no, it's a, actually, that's exactly what we want. Double eight, double three. I love. No, we do. Well, we do <laughs> want that. We want that. <laughs> I, we what? want that. And I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man, Louis. And I, I was just giving my side, and other people see it differently, and that's why we're here. So we're not armchair critics. We're people that have opinions, and we want to have an opinion about it. We're passionate about the game of rugby and sport, and 
we see different things differently and we need to have those conversations and I love it. So keep them coming and we'll bring it back to you tomorrow. I love it. Yep, firmly, tongue, tongue firmly in cheek there. We absolutely want to hear what you think because I think actually the rugby rugby public, the game is for us, you know, it's for you. you, you you got to love it. you got to mm. enjoy it. What do you think? Double eight, double three. Call sign Mav into $51 to win the Cox Plate, Louis. That's from Reed. There you go. So 30 bucks skimmed off it since Saturday morning when John Barry told us it would win the Tarzano Trophy, then go to the Cox Plate, getting all the gravy, as his dad would say, on SENZ. We're going to be <laughs> back with the boss man, Albert Bosmer of Go Racing, who had an unbelievable Saturday, and uh, I'm sure one of Izzy's great friends who has a share in a tissue as well, well, they got paid. A tissue, a tissue. How does it go? A tissue, a tissue. A tissue, a tissue. It used to be a tissue, a tissue. We all fall down, but it's a tissue, a tissue. We all get paid, baby. <laughs> 17 minutes away from 9 o'clock, and boy, it was a busy weekend of sport, but also racing here in New Zealand and across the ditch. I'll tell you who had an absolute field day. Go racing, did. It's Prime Star in front, narrowly from a tissue, is inch by inch getting there, then looks like Elvis. Private Eye, Aramea late on the scene, a tissue, and looks like Elvis. A tissue with a nose in front, and a tissue beat looks like Elvis. Aramea ran third. Anybody's guess for fourth? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Racing can be a brutal game for a game for trainers, jockeys, punters, and of course owners. So when you have a magical hour like Go Racing did on Saturday afternoon, it's worth recognising and celebrating. Three wins, two at stakes levels in the race of an hour, and must have had Albert Bosma and his owners fired up. I know my mate was really fired up. Kurt out of Auckland was pumped because his horse and tissue got up. Albert is on the line now. Good morning, Albert. G'day, Izzy. How are you this morning, mate? Oh, mate, I'm fired up. It's been a great morning. We've, had, we've talked all things sport, ran Philly Shield, and now we get to talk horses and those great horses for the Go Racing Syndication Group. What a wonderful weekend you guys had, eh? Yeah, no, it was uh, very satisfying. You know, you, you plan for these things, uh, but with all the variable of, of racing and things that can go right and wrong, you know, it's, uh, it's tough to tough for it to, to actually happen so it was incredibly satisfying and uh yeah there's a lot of happy people sitting around having a glass of red on saturday night albert on that mate how many exactly i don't know if you would know but you that's the beautiful thing about syndicating horses right you get to share in the experience it's more affordable but like f- do you know the quantity of owners you had across these three horses that all would have had a lovely glass of red yeah, look, um, I'd, I'd say Kurt probably had more than a glass. I think he was probably taken <laughs> by the bottlefuls. But, um, <laughs> um, look, there's probably, you know, in the tissue, there's, probably, there's 10 or 12 people. Has a bro who, who won. He kicked off the sort of the, the 40 minutes or so. There's about, you know, probably 12 or 14. And uh, Art de Triomphe, who looks uh, fairly special herself, there's a bigger team in that. There's probably about 20 people in here. So probably about you know fifty people uh, all up I'd say across the nice. across the three horses but you know as you know even if you've got you know five percent all your family members become owners and your friends as well so <laughs> you know it's, it spreads uh, it spreads the joy like it myself the mate like, my, like myself <laughs> I can I can confirm that Kurt, Kurt rang me about six times in tears you know like someone that's you know so successful in his own right but owning a horse just telling me what it felt like seeing the horse grow and owning it, how special that is. Is that the joy and kick you get out of the, the owners giving you so much um, celebration and happiness that you bring to them? Absolutely. Look, it's, um, 
you know the, the the most pleasing part of what we do is when you have a when you have a winner and you see the joy on the owners' faces and you know there's nothing like it you know as, as Kurt said to me mm. he said you know horse racing's my drug and um, you know it is it is like that it, it's it, it becomes something which it gives you a feeling like pretty much nothing else, nothing else can and it lasts you know it sort of lasts for days and then you start to think about the next steps and and what might happen you know particularly with the mm. with a horse like a tissue who's very very special. Okay, Albert, how special is she and what what could she do this preparation? I know speculation is half of the great game, right? So she's yeah. clearly clearly special enough that you had to rip her from Marshy and take her over to Chrissy Waller. And shout out to Stephen Marsh. I'm sure he's, he's very proud of what she's doing. But um, how special could she be and what are the targets? Yeah, look, Stephen um, has done a remarkable job with her, and he's being recognised for that, you know, by by Chris mm-hmm. and uh, and well looked after. Look, and Marsha's a great friend, and it was a difficult thing to do, but you know, her performances in Australia, uh, I think, have have shown um, what she can do there. Look, she she had to be really good on Saturday. She was dropping back to fourteen hundred. We had to ride her out of her comfort zone uh, and ride her a bit more forward than she normally would be. So to overcome those things and at that level, she had to be very good, and she was. She was strong late. Um, she'll now go to the Epsom, which is a $1.5 million mile. On the 2nd of October, she'll get in with only 50 kilos, so she'll be a real life chance in that. Um, and then that's sort of been the plan the whole way along. Post that... Uh, four weeks later, you've got the Golden Eagle, which is a $7.5 million race for four-year-olds uh, at Rosal, wow. um, over 1500 And so she'll go... She, so that'll be the plan. It'll be the Epsom into the Golden Eagle. And that might have been just about do her, I think, for the, for the spring. But, um, look, she, she's won six of her last seven. Every time we ask her to step up and race against better horses, she beats them. So how how good she is, you know, we're yet to find out. We've got a couple of rungs of the ladder to climb to to take on the very best, but, you know, she'll be climbing one of those ladders next start. And the beauty is, Albert, in a ra- in, in a Sydney uh, spring, you, you know, she can handle the conditions. She lo- doesn't mind a bit of sting out of the track, and she is versatile, as you say. You're teaching her to be versatile in these races, which is a huge bonus when you head into the Epsom, which was won by a Kiwi mare probably last year. So we'd love to go back-to-back as a nation with our mares. Um, it's a fantastic... It's a fantastic proposition you've got. And Arc de Triomphe back here in New Zealand. What kind of exciting filly is this? Is she a Guineas type, do you think? Yeah, look, she could be She could be a wee little superstar. She was, um, on Saturday, you know, we thought we had the whole field covered. We weren't sure about synchronised because it was unbeaten. But she, she sort of, you know, she's second rated them. She's got an amazing turn of foot and she pricked her ears on the line and She's one as well. We don't know how good she is. We just got to keep stepping her up. And her next step will be the Barnswood Farm Group Three. That'll be tough, tougher. Um, but the you know the real test will come when she hits those Group One, uh, the Group One fillies um, over Cup Week. You know, in the thousand guineas. And look, she's also in the two thousand guineas at the stage. And we we haven't completely discounted not running her in that. So, it, it, you know, she she certainly improved lengths and lengths with her break from two to three. But she's got a big motor. Um, and she's she's a complete professional, so she's she's going to go a long way. All right, all right, Albert. I'm um, hooked, mate. I'm hooked. I love horses now. <laughs> I'm keen. I'm keen as go racing. Izzy Dag, can we do something? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, we can do something.
And, you know, as he, the thing yeah. is, they all win like this all the time as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know, mate. I know. Yeah, it's easy. It's oh, an I'm easy game, kidding. isn't it, Albert? It's, a, it's an easy game. Um, we'll, we'll get you out on this one, mate. Sticko, Stephen McKee steps away. You guys have had a great association. Would you like to leave a word for Stephen before he um, – he was on Saturday with the Goodwill team and he's just done so much for racing in New Zealand, hasn't he? Yeah, look, he – Sticko, he's an absolute legend. Um, he's, he's one of the greatest trainers we've ever had. You know, I think he's one of only two trainers in the world to train two individual horses to win 10 Group 1s, Sunline and Mufasa. Sad that was really special for us. Um, Hasbro winning. Uh, Stephen McKee trained it. If it's his last winner for us or his last winner before he retires, it'll make it very, very special. He's, you know, he, he's a horseman that has such depth of knowledge you know, every time Sticko said to us, the horse was ready today, it won. Every single time. And there's not many people that can do that. So he's an absolute legend. And I know we won't be losing him completely to racing. I know he'll want to still be involved. Um, but it'll be sad not to have his name next to our horses in the race book. Yeah, bang on, mate. Hey, thanks so much for your time this morning, Albert. You'd shuffle a couple of things, but we appreciate it. It's great to celebrate your awesome success Cheers, on Saturday. And we'll catch no, up again we'll soon. Ian, is he those, um, those ownership docs are on the paper for your next horse? <laughs> in the post? Yes, thank you, Albert. <laughs> Appreciate it, mate. Legend. Beautiful stuff. Albert Bosworth of Go Racing at nine minutes away from nine. The doyen of SENZ and Kiwi Sport, Ian Smith, to sleep on it after this. It's Baz Nizzy for breakfast. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.